0: just happy to be here what is up beautiful people of the world my name is exact change happy to be here today with my guest bendy yo yo what is cracking yo lips is cracking not these though a beautiful rainy january day is that too bad out there it's kind of nice kind of sprinkling just like a a nice sprinkle is, is always nice it's the it's the, the the rain that you can't even get through that you can't even cut through with a knife. It's just it's like the cu- the type that seems to come from up beneath.
1: Hurts my heart though. I like the snow.
0: You like so okay. So it's melting away your happiness. See, but th- this this is what I say to people who love the snow. There's a mountain. Yeah, snow's up there. True, and it's still happening up there. Just go to the snow, and, you know, down here where we need to commute and, you know, play kickball and, you know, shoot (laughs) skateboard, you know. Those people need happiness, too. But have you gone already up to the mountain and done some boarding?
1: Yeah, I've been going up there Um, to Schweitzer. So for working at Zoomies, they give me a free season pass to go to Schweitzer. So as Uh. a store, we get two passes. so We can always take turns going up there or whatever.
0: Dude, how's working at Zoomies? That's badass. They give you fucking Switzer passes? It's chill. It's pretty dope. It's all right. I've been there for like five
1: years. Really? And I used to be a manager and now I just do like lead sales. So I'm there like two days a week now. Um, so it's not so bad, but retail is just shitty, bro. I was super you just do
0: you have to deal with any like dickheads? I always think it's fascinating when you're thinking about like places where people like, you know, when you work at a weed store and you're like, people are rude? (laughs) Like they're getting weed, like Yeah, like bro. at Zoomies, you wouldn't think people would be dicks it's at all.
1: Dads mostly that don't like me, I've noticed. Really? Yeah. But overall, yes, you deal with dickheads in like.
0: Because you're their daughter's nightmare. My story. Or their nightmare. For, you know, they're like, look at this guy He's working at Zoomies with his hair. He's going to yeah. date my daughter. Exactly. <laughs> no, but
1: when you, walk, when you walk into the mall, it's like the food court. And then Zoomies is right next to the food court. So. Mm-hmm. A lot of like little kids, who's like are always running in there, and it's like kind of annoying to deal with like a lot of the kids because kids these days suck.
0: So <laughs> I just thought they were on their phones the whole time.
1: They are, or they're little shits. It's like there's no in between. It's like you're either like disrespectful and a guy do something like stupid to like have fun, mm-hmm. or they're like stuck on their phone and snobby and like don't know how to be social.
0: It's like I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to fucking talk to you, kid. They're trying to do a TikTok video. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like.
1: Come on. When hey. I do get a nice kid, though, it's, it's tight. Like, I'm,
0: like a nice, smart, like kid. That's just like asking questions yeah. and trying to learn shit. You're like,
1: Whoa, I always like, will tell the parents, okay, like, hey, your, your kid's good. Like he's doing those, good. Most of them out here aren't. Like, I'll say that to parents all the time. <laughs>
0: Especially the kids that go to zoomies, bro. Yeah. Those are future potheads. And yeah. those are the potheads in the making right there, bro. Like the
1: funniest thing that happens at my work is, uh, it's like thrashers, a brand and they have like satanic symbols or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and, like, somebody that's, like, really religious or something or doesn't understand will, like, get mad at me, literally. Because <laughs> mad at you? Yeah. Like, mad at me. Like, what? you sell this? I'm like, yeah, dude. Don't Keep
0: know. this like kind of close to your face if you oh, can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can pull it forward a little bit, too. Cool. I'll do that. But it's yeah. just crazy how they take, <laughs> they take it out on you. Because that happens to me too. I sell weed, so I'm like, you know, and people would take it out. I'm, I'm like, bro, I didn't, grow, I don't grow the weed. I don't own the right. store. I don't, I, what do you mean? I'm sorry. Right, you're
1: out of it. I just why smile and wave out? in those situations. They usually doesn't last long. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, I turn around, and go find somebody else. Like, why are
0: you <laughs> selling my kid, satanic memorabilia? <laughs>
1: exactly, or weed socks. You're gonna sell this? I'm like, yeah. Well, he's yeah. not gonna get high off of it. It's funny because, like, I don't know. Of course, we're gonna sell it. It's trendy. It is.
0: I mean, kids like weed, man. It's yeah. like, it's, I think that parents are just upset that kids are finding out earlier now. With social media, like, you can find anything now. Well, like, it's a,
1: more acceptable now in general, too.
0: In general. But I mean, like, when I was a kid, bro, I had to, I had to, like, I had to, like, get the, dude, I used to shove pillows what behind the.
1: First time you smoked weed, how old were you? Like, 16. Right, I was mm-hmm. 17.
0: But even just like when I was trying to find porn or like whatever I was trying to find, bro, like you had to like, I had to shove a pillow behind the computer so it would muffle the the dial up sound. Yeah. And, and and I had to do it very, very late when my parents were asleep and I knew they weren't going to hop on the phone randomly.
1: Or like when the commercials would come on at like two in the morning that like got the girls with the, they're almost. Oh, showing. what was it they like? like <laughs> it was like nightline. You would stay up late to watch the commercials. Call
0: <laughs> us now. Yeah, there was a lot of hotlines back then. Yeah. You call a hotline, yeah. get a sexy voice.
1: Or if your parents had HBO on DirecTV or something, like after a certain time. Have...
0: See, my <laughs> parents did not have HBO, bro. I was watching it between the squiggly lines. Yeah. <laughs> like, Like back then, bro. See, now if you have Comcast or some shit and uh, you have HBO or, and you don't have HBO, it just mm-hmm. says subscribe. Yeah. Back in the day... Fucking squiggly lines, dude. You could whew, there'd be a spot, a point when it would just clear up and you would just see a titty and just be like, oh, dude, it was crazy back then, bro. You had to print off titties back in the day, bro. Like, Because I was like, dude, I was like, okay, search history cleared. How can I take this with me? So you have a printed just picture of a naked girl. You slip it in your... Adapted
1: a little bit and then you got nudes on your
0: razor phone oh my dude i remember
1: my first nude i got it was on a razor phone
0: oh the first nude was on a razor phone (laughs) the picture was like this
1: big it's like pretty pixelated but you could tell what's going on yeah Yeah,
0: it's like like how many nipples she got what is this (laughs) (laughs) looking pixelation dude we're blessed now dude we're luckier than ever we're luckier than ever dude how do you feel about sending dick pics to people that's that's just that's just a weird i'm not about it either bro (laughs) i feel like a lot of dudes do that and i don't understand have like, you
1: ever seen the Blue Mountain State episode where they do that? I haven't seen that show actually. That's pretty funny, but no, not not about it.
0: <laughs> it just doesn't seem like a it doesn't like a wise move. Like that's something yeah. that's really gonna be like, and
1: it's out. Like who knows what? Who could get a hold of that? Like oh, you sent it to somebody. It's gone now. It's not but even it's yours out. anymore. It's not yours. Yeah.
0: Oh shit. See that? I don't have that kind it's of
1: like, for. A different types of reasons that i could come back and like you don't want
0: that like, i don't have that kind of confidence <laughs> in my dick to be honest with you like i don't have the confidence in my dick to send it to somebody and be like you have this forever like you could print it off you could fucking put it on your wall your facebook wall
1: it's into a
0: meme bro. oh you could turn my dick into like a fucking all, all sorts of things like little Stop cartoon it. characters. Stop it. It's horrible, bro. It's just and people still do it. I just you gotta have a lot of confidence. I feel like you know you could show her like you know you got a like a, like a peck or something or like a <laughs> nice rounded shoulder that you could really like you've been working on. But then the or like
2: dick.
1: almost show it, but not quite. Yeah, just, like that's uh, more like oh, oh now get her you're guessing. making her like like oh, mm, I have to. I mean, if a girl just
0: see, sent like... me a picture of her pussy, I would be like,
1: <laughs> whoa, I already felt like I already had it. Very but...
0: abrasive. <laughs> just like a vagina, just. Pops up on your fucking phone, like whoa, shit, <laughs> oh my god, like by itself too.
1: Yeah. But wow. Ass or tip don't send me that. Yeah. Because <laughs>
0: isn't that true though, too, with guys? We like a little, like a little mystery, a little sexy pose where you kind of see the booty or something like that. When you just, yeah, just it says a lot. When it's a portrait of a vagina, it's <laughs> I'm very like, forward. I'm like, how many, t- how often do you do this? This oh. is pretty, this is pretty good. She got a Rick. like a filter, a border. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's a red flag in that one. Yeah, it's just it, it kind of takes away the mystery. I feel like you got to have that mystery in there, man. Yeah. So um, last time we talked, you were doing Pig Out at the Park, Me. and went to that. That was that was cool, interesting. man. Interesting.
1: That was interesting. It was cool.
0: Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I know that sometimes, like when you do a show, you're like, I wish the sound was better, or I, yeah. I wish this was better. But you had a lot of people watching you, yeah. and you brought all your friends on stage, mm-hmm. and it was like. Just that right there. Like when people just see something, even with its flaws, when something doesn't work, when people see that it's happening True Live right now, they're Mm -hmm. like they appreciate it.
1: Yeah, there's some good things to take out of that. Um I loved having uh Dre Davis on the drums too. Who's that? Um Dre Davis. The best drummer in our city, dude. Really? Honestly, maybe one of the best drummers expanding beyond that too. Really? Um you should definitely check his stuff out. Shout out Dre Davis, word up. Dre Davis, <laughs> did, yeah.
3: he used to drum for Keenan Magic, I think, way back in the day. We did a show with him where so. he was drumming, and
1: he's done stuff for a few different like hip hop groups, and he also has his own solo thing, and he's yeah. involved with just so much stuff. He's, he's fire, he's bro.
0: Really good, yeah. he's Dre Davis, so that was like cool to have him get you on the, the podcast. Back. A lot of energy. Um, and then that's where I first saw Will actually. Willis the realist? Yeah, bro. No, he just belted out some shit. I didn't know. I didn't know he was gonna sing, and he just started. The two
1: plus that i Yeah, and I was just like,
0: whoa. <laughs> whoa! Like, yeah, I was blown away, dude. And that—that's yeah. what made me want to get him on the podcast. Cause My was, favorite like, part
1: was the ending, though. When we so like, and this is a song that I'm still working on. It's called. Um, I think it's gonna be called Be Myself" or "Myself," or I might try to be, make something a little less cliche than that. But it's like me and Nathan Chartre came up with it. So I did. Um. Came up with some lyrics, went over to his house, and he came up with the beat. But like we did, like this thing where we opened it up for all my other artist friends to come on and like freestyle and mm-hmm. do something for like eight to sixteen bars. Mm-hmm. And just the way it like ended up going, everybody spit flames, AJ and Brother Nature, and myself, a bunch of other people got up there and did some shit. Ah, it was man. pretty cool. And then like it's I, that organic. Loved it as an outro. It was like each time before a new artist went, it would go back into "I don't want to be like anybody else; just want to be myself." And like and everybody else would like. Say that Who's song. on the hook? Um, that's me. You're on the hook, and we'll, we all sing it. So like each time, ah. like a person came on, it was like new. More people were singing it, so like kind of like got more and more. Oh yeah, so yes. built up and. Yeah,
0: yeah. Dude, you know I'm gonna be honest. It seems like you're the like kind of dude that does that shit like when we fucking worked with you we did that little show like you wanted to bring everybody on stage and have the cypher. yeah Yeah, dude you're all about like the unity
1: yeah i'm here for a good time and and like having fun with my friends and stuff there's times where you know you just do your thing
0: so how long have you been rapping in spokane for i feel like i saw i've been seeing you rapping for a long time
1: i started rapping first thing i ever did was freestyling making fun of my friend when i was 17 coming home from the casino
0: how old are you right now
1: 24. I just turned 24. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Um. So that was the first time I rapped. Kind of found like hey, I like this. So didn't know much about it. Then I brought it back after I was like 19 and a half. Um, I played soccer for a year, and then I was like had something kind of bring music back in my life. I met this person who rapped, and then he kind of like re sparked my interest. Um, So since nineteen to now I've been kind of like really focused on music and making songs and putting them out and like It's a lot of fun, right? I lived in Quarter Lane at the time when I first kinda discovered, okay, I really like this shit. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to Spokane when I was twenty, I think. Um, I've been here in the valley since. So wait, you
0: were born in Spokane or yeah, wait? I was born in Richland. Oh, in Washington. Richland. Oh, okay. Been
1: in Spokane area most of my like, life. But you lived there.
0: in Coeur d'Alene. Okay, that's cool. Just for college, for you, yeah. So you're kind of you have a network that kind of expands over into Idaho and whatnot. A
1: little bit. It's gone away though, because a lot of it was just like people who came into the town and now have left and done mm. their own thing. So some have stayed, but not a whole lot. Well, yeah, and
0: it's, it's college. Cool. That's how it is too, right? People are just from all over.
1: Yeah, I have met some of my best friends from. NIC though, which is where I went to college, but and they're still to this day like some of my best friends. So.
0: so it's like for nineteen to twenty-four, so five years strong. That's not that long, but how fun is it to just create? I love it. Just it's the best. Just in general, not even just music, but you created like an event. You you create events. You just had an event, right? Like the um. it was like the beach vibe one.
1: That wasn't my event. I oh, was, was kind of a part of it a little bit. What was it called? It was December Luau. That was YP um, that threw that event. And I was oh. just kind of did a set for that one. But before that was the show with you guys, the October show. Yeah, that was fun. And took a, took a break. I was going to do another show in between that. But I like wanted to really get some things like organized for mm-hmm. this year. So this year we're going to have a couple shows. i we'll have one in April. At Lucky You, I can't give out too many Ooh. details because we're still finalizing everything. Oh, I like that um, little mystery. And then June, we're looking to throw something all ages because Lucky You obviously is a twenty-one plus. Um, and then another thing I think we're gonna do is for Jordan Taylor's like uh, album release, we're gonna kind of throw an event and maybe rent out a building, maybe Lucky You again. And do like a EDM like hip hop mm. show or something like that. Mm-hmm. This year, I, I do want to start like experimenting with a couple other things, and eventually want to get away from just hip hop events. Um, whether it's like a collab with other companies or start to dip in with other artists.
0: Well, how do you like Lucky you man? you Have it. you done a show there yet? I've done
1: a show in the basement. and I've attended shows um, in the upstairs. Dude, and the, it's, it's a vibe. And the, it the downstairs,
0: I haven't done anything down there, but. Very I did, vibey.
1: I did the Carnage the Executioner show with Brother Nature.
0: And how was it? Because I know man. the stage is like this far off the ground.
1: It's cool. It's like personal.
0: It's like a tiny little, yeah. it's like a curb.
1: You can like say what's up to the bartender literally from the stage. Oh, so the, like, dude, the bar? <laughs>
0: it's It's like a, it's got a vibe of like a, like a. Like a speakeasy? Like a speakeasy. Yeah, like so
3: some kind sort of 100%. underground. Yeah. yeah, we performed on the upstairs and the sound is super nice so up there. Nice. Yeah, you guys went but,
1: hard. I went to that yeah, shit. That shit was fun. Oh, you did? That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's no, he right, was huh? gigging
3: hard in the front row. Yeah. I shouted but him he out, he freestyle.
2: out of the yeah. bag. Right.
1: <laughs>
3: out of the bag. Man, I got to do another show. I missed it. I out
0: know, the bag. dude. <laughs> They become addictive right yeah y- hey, you know
1: if you guys, guys want to be part of one of those events too like I honestly if like I had a list of scheming supporters y'all towards the top if not the top as far dope. as what I represent locally you have to reach Bro, out to our a, manager
0: like when you like the, the when you're about to do a show and you're you know you're fucking going on in like two hours you know, and you kind of like got to take a shit a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, that's it, to me, bro. That right. doesn't happen? No. Oh, right. I got a shit all the time, bro. Oh, <laughs> I got a shit like seven times a day when I have a show, bro. I don't know what it is. I get so nervous. Like every second up to the show, except for the second I step on the stage, it all goes away. Yeah. But every second leading up. I get
1: nervous, but I, get, I definitely get nervous.
0: And I have to take a shit. I don't know what that is. I, <laughs>
1: Nervous poops, bro. That's a thing. Like, That's a thing for me, <laughs> I guess. Everybody's different. <laughs> for me, it's a... I recognized that it's good. And at first, I think it took some time to realize it. And, like, now I don't, like, really feel it the same way I did, even though it is the same thing happening, I think. But, uh, like you said, right once you start to do it, it's like, oh, we're, this is it. Like, I'm... Feeling it, you're you know, committed. You're committed. You're it's kind of like, like you see smiles in people's faces, and it just kind of you oh, shit
0: it's a little fear. It's like it's like mm-hmm. when you're about to jump off of a big cliff, yeah. and you're you're just kind of like, and yeah. when you've committed in your mind and you're like, listen, bitch, I'm gonna jump off this thing, it's fun, but That's it's good. just there is a little apprehension. Mm-hmm. And go ahead, I was just I put that I'll there, just, cause, dude. I'm already stony. Yeah, I didn't know if you were straight, <laughs> straight or not, so I just put it down, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I always try to like break it down psychologically. Like, why am I nervous? Like, I've done this before. This is fine. Yeah. This is easy. Sometimes it's different for me. Like, like I know my out. set. Like, I'm excited, I, but I'm like, oh, but don't fuck anything up. Like, and it's like, stop thinking about it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. You're gonna have fun, you know? And it, I just have to talk to myself about it. It's weird.
1: I don't know how good of a job I did about this with the show in October with you guys, but something that I do want to have be a part of Schema Shows moving forward is just have it like be like, Super like vibe, everybody's like talking to each other and supporting each other and Mm -hmm. helping all the artists not be in a weird headspace type vibe. Because I've noticed Mm. that, like, depending on different shows I've done, like, for example, the December Lua, I was in a really good mood. I feel like I had a good set, even though I was fighting, losing my voice a little bit because I was with all my homies, like, Mm -hmm. we're all in the lineup. It was good vibes. We all like support each other. that's so true. Everybody was in the front row, like, getting everybody lit for everybody's set. Well,
0: and before your set, you had a good energy around you.
1: Yeah, and there's been other times where I've opened up for a show and there's, I've met the openers and they're all just kind of like, yeah, what's up, man?
0: Just hella cool. Just
1: wait for my turn to go rap and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just, and everything in the middle and it's like, the more like of a vibe it is, the more it just helps everybody.
0: So there's yeah. so many douchebags and crazy fucked up people in the world that everybody's so guarded all the time. Mm-hmm. So especially if you're an artist and you're going to a new city, I can only imagine that you would be like, just assuming that everybody's whack until you meet somebody cool, which yeah. is like the wrong way to look at life. But it's like you get hardened by the by the I've shittiness sometimes.
1: Definitely been disappointed by certain people that I've met that I thought were going to be really cool when they were. and they weren't.
0: And and you know they could just also not be cool.
1: Not in the but then you forget like these sometimes like these are all people too you know. And they're like, yeah, and they're nervous a, it's, and, and it's they're a, going and through it's shit. It's a job like you know it's not like yeah
0: this is this is stop seventeen of forty.
1: I still have expectations to a standpoint degree and like mm-hmm. I feel like if I was ever in that situation I would always be really kind to my people but I also understand that like they have lives. But there's still. some <laughs> artists
0: there are some artists that I've met and that uh, so like when I went and met Devin the dude bro it's crazy like the whole like if I had an energy like that before the show I think I, w- I would have a much better show. Yeah. Um They just the vibe they don't give a fuck bro right. they're just like the drinking fuck. all day. Like it's like the, the shows at like That's like 10. the hardest
1: thing to do, but like the most rewarding. They not just do it. All, a fuck. They just do it
0: all day, bro. They're like, I go, I go over there, and they're they're drinking at ten a.m., 11 a.m., 12, 12 p.m. They're they're sipping on you know just some beers and just smoking blunts and just bullshitting nice. all the way, and then they like take a nap. And then, like four hours before their show, they're back smoking and drinking again, and they all—all all of them—all hang out and just keep each other and just like a really. Except for the fact that, like, when I when Devin was about to go on stage, there were hella people that were getting into the back and just like in his ear, like people that were like what trying was to like uh, this is in Seattle, mm-hmm. and it was there was like people trying to pitch him shit, like yo man. Hey, listen, man. I'm telling you, man. I got this mixtape, bro. Fire, uh, tatter, yo, Devin. Hey, yo, and I'm just like, dude. how is was go perform? Like, how was this guy go. in the right mindset with this with these people, like in his ear? And he went out and killed it. So, like to me, I'm so vulnerable to just little shit. And you see, like I saw a guy like that was just weathered, but he kept it cool, man. Mm. Like he was like what you're talking about, like how you would be, just. Hey, what's up, man? Cool. Like, he was just, he was like too nice to everybody yeah. to the point where yeah. he, people were pitching, pitching it's, in businesses. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But, but you're, you're spreading that kindness. It's not right. like yeah. you're like trying to be cool. Right. Like, you're trying to have an image. Mm-hmm. You're like, dude, listen, man, I'm having fun. I'm smoking weed. I got a set. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks for coming out. Like, let's I have fun. I try to make
1: that my vibe as much as I can. It's worth still working on it. But, like, yeah.
0: Well, I think a lot of it is just being unapologetically you you right. know because just we it real. we always fight with ourselves mentally we're like oh am i doing this right am i and then we look for other people to like validate it and be like yeah it could be better it's and a you're like, comparison dog it's comparison. the darkest thing like i just i've been
1: saying this for a while but i even saw a couple memes today that were relating to it freaking meme culture but it's so true we uh we're, like, scared to be ourselves in such a vast majority.
0: And it's only getting worse. Well, having a yeah. movement to make that cool again, yeah. that's important to me. Yeah. To make it cool to just be yourself. Yeah. And that's
1: m- my entire goal with this shit. I hope that's what people see Bendy and Scheming as. Like, oh, shit, this this may help me, like, like, look inside a little bit, be myself, like, listen to what's happening here. Like, the thing yeah.
0: with, like content that I've realized like on the internet is that you have to for people to be affected these days you have to be like on their screen all the time so so much of it or people just forget about there's so many things going on people are just like oh yeah that's right this mm-hmm. guy you know when it used to be there was a little limited amount of talented artists and you know movies and stuff like that now it's just there's so many you mm-hmm. can't even even yeah. just me with artists like this dude does the Matisse's picks and and uh, there's so many artists out, bro. So many albums mm-hmm. between like a local artist between you know McJenkins. Shout out
1: Matisse's picks, by the way. I like them. <laughs> yo I love,
0: <laughs> dude. Matisse's picks is a great place to go to just find the newest hip hop.
1: Oh shit, I got you guys on it. So I'm starting to make playlists too. Well, I started Good. one and it's like called Pacific Northwest Hip Hop R and B or something. Mm-hmm. And you guys are on it. And oh. I forgot to tell you, I'm still making Thank it, you. but I'm going to do like 120 so songs. I'm going to do like, find 30 <laughs> artists of the Northwest that are like kind of up and coming and people mm. I support for sure. Um, and then I want to do like four songs per artist and kind of cycle through. Oh, um, dude. And then each day what I do is I take the top song off the playlist and then re-add it. So it goes to the bottom. So the playlist has a, a new number one song each day. Mm, so, smart, So people can get a chance To get some plays in and stuff that It way only takes not, a second to do that too That way it's boop, not that boop, same bro. song Dude, that's yeah. smart
0: yeah. Mm. So I like that, bro I think yeah. that more people curating playlist because mm-hmm. um, especially if you're just I, I want to I'm a big fan of creating something that's local and I just put myself in this position if I just moved into Spokane and I was like what kind of cool shit is going on here mm. you know where's the cool playlist where's the cool podcast where's mm. the cool venue where's the co-, you know like I want people to have access to that information and the inlander is super dope mm. um, you know there just needs to be more than that yeah. for people to find cool shit totally. um, so like with scheme and entertainment you basically just like What What are all the services that are under that? Do you just sh- throw shows? So is it like a record it's, label?
1: It's evolving, too. I obviously have been trying to narrow my workload a little bit more because I've mm. kind of been a little broad about a lot of things. But scheming is a lifestyle. Schema Entertainment LLC is my division of it, I guess. And mm. so I kind of like I'm going to be running the... The show side of things for now, dot, 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 whatever that means. (laughs) And uh, also, like, getting my T-shirt business started. So that's going to eventually be my main side of things because I'm going to have my T-shirt side of stuff. Um, Eventually, outside of merchandise, we want to do a lot more than that, have, like, a lifestyle brand of clothing and different things.
0: Because you actually... Like you do that for work, right? Yeah, I
1: do. So right now I work at Brunette Sportswear, and I'm I've worked for a family friend company before that. So I'm gaining skills, and then I've made an investment in some equipment in and, screen printing. Mm-hmm. So once I have my own place, hope, which hopefully happens soon, I can mm-hmm. s- kind of start to do my own thing with printing, and mm. I want to over time like develop that to be like kind of like my section, <clears throat> and then we've got visual artists. Um, you know, I've got. S- Saw so a couple of people who are um, active with decriminalized Spokane, which is something we're going to hop on to and help out with as much as we can, too. What's um, that?
0: Decriminalize Spokane.
1: We'll get into that. Save that note. Matisse, if you remember that. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, But
1: <clears throat> being an activist is something I want to do, and I want to start actually you know, acting on it more. Mm-hmm. I've had some ideas. I've been doing some things, and I think it's close to a point where we could actually start getting involved with some stuff. So that's going to be another big part of scheming, but like I'm here to have fun and I want to like, so you're talking really about
0: participating in like, uh, you know, giving back and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then kind of creating those opportunities too, mm-hmm. like with shows and, yeah, and stuff like that. And
1: like each part of like this base of scheming, mm-hmm. not scheme entertainment, but just, you know, so what scheme represents is like each corner kind of like helps. It's the other. Um, so we'll have like, Hopefully, in the future, a few different types of artists that can maybe represent like music artists. And then we got juice box Design, John Wilson, my graphics designer. Mm-hmm. gonna start getting his work on the website and really run his stuff more. Hatcher Art, Grayson Hatcher. Mm. Um, he's the one who did the Alien Babe t shirts. Then my roommate and a good friend Silas goes cloudy headed. I know you guys probably yeah. follow him on. Yeah, or yeah. Something. <laughs> a- yeah. Fire. So he's getting his thing started and starting to make stickers and magnets and kind of build his brand a little bit. And he's multi talented. He's a pr- producer, makes music. He's, yeah, plays guitar and plays shit. Plays I guitar, think right. He's kind of a, a bag of tricks for sure.
0: So, dude, um, you all these people are under scheming right now. So you guys are kind of building this team of like all this divi- diverse talent. Yeah,
1: totally. And like through this, I'm hoping I can help these guys like build their things too. You know, um, I want John to be able to like get a lot of opportunities for graphics from all this and have it be like a just a developing thing too for everybody like you know
0: i do know because we're doing the same thing so that's super cool man you know slightly different but man that's beautiful dude Yeah, shows
1: is like the main thing that we do right now though so like like i said we got three we're going to be doing this year and then i want to start um kind of like giving off that vibe outside of just music this year and let people know kind of the other things what we represent um do different merch drops to kind of correlate with that Mm -hmm. so we're going to try to do like three or four different merch drops this year i want to do something called the water bottle campaign get people to stop buying plastic and get a water bottle
0: oh okay um i I need to get a i I need to get on that bro i feel it i need to get hey what what do do you have there i got the same one is that yours matisse uh i don't know i can't see it it's metal no probably not Mm. probably not mine but I try it to looks just like
3: that kind of
1: try to keep this on me now because I, I noticed i thought i was like what's the worst thing i'm what's the my worst habit i do that's like not good for the environment i was like always buying not those that's better bro i was buying like the just fat cases and like literally drinking like four of them
0: a day and oh just yeah classic water bottles i do else. buy like, like a gallon and like. i still buy a gallon every time i go to the grocery store about two three gallons of water and i just drink a gallon a day yeah. but still right uh, here man what do you, what do you, you use like a yeah. brita filter
1: I need to get one of those. No, just
0: tap wherever, water wherever I get water. If,
1: yeah, damn, bro. Water. That's risky. <laughs> that's, Dude, ve- that's very risky. Not to not to be like stealing any Yelp th- thunder, but we definitely want to start a podcast ourselves too eventually really? in the future. Um, it's something we've thought about for a while. Started yeah, making a lot of just different types of like visual content. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout this year, I'm hoping a lot more like structure develops. And we're working on our system right now, and I'm really like taking my time with this. Um, I feel like deep down, like, like something's telling me that's, I'm, that's right. Mm-hmm. I'm battling between that and thinking I'm a lazy piece of shit. But like, I've really just yeah. wanted to like get this right and like let the vibes like do what they need to do. So it's been six years that I've literally th- thought about this every day, like all day. Um, so it's, and a, it's, it's still a long... doesn't even have a lot of like structure yet. And I'm like, this is the year where I feel like it's time to you know, get that going a little bit, like put things into action. Mm -hmm. I
0: mean, it, it goes to show people that these things take a lot of time Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you hear a lot of these cliche things, Oh, things take time, you know, all this stuff. But seriously, it becomes an idea, and then for you, you know, because a lot of times you want to do it right, you want to do it your way, you want to make sure that you know that it looks nice, and mm. and yeah, a lot of that takes. It's a lot of work, bro. It's a lot of teamwork. Yeah, that's really what it was. It mm. is, you know what I mean. Mm. And um, I want
1: to be a part of a team. That's something that I wanted for a while, and I um just kind of feel like it's healthy, you know. Like even like the end of, if you're an independent artist, like if having a team is like crucial. Some artists out here really be doing things by themselves and they turn angry, bro.
0: Well, I mean, (laughs) it's a grueling world for an artist anyway. Like just being an artist, number one, you're not paying your bills with music, Mm -hmm. which is probably the most frustrating thing Mm -hmm. because that's all you want to do is to be able to just make music. And when you're not performing music, you want to be writing music, you want to be practicing your performance. That's all you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and not every artist is a marketing genius. And in this day and age...
1: There's a lot of little, little th- pockets of your artist life that you need to fuel money to if you're not going to take care of it yourself. Mm-hmm. Like most of them you need don't take some, care of themselves.
0: Somebody like. has to do it. Yeah. Or if, if it doesn't get done, then you see the result of it Mm -hmm. it's like a it's it's sad because it kills the art that's what sucks about it because everything is money
2: and
1: most people go through that and yeah it's burning out is a thing
0: well people (laughs) lose the passion to want to make it because they're like all they want what does it really
1: mean to make it you know, that, I, too, like I like that's also like determined by your. your I your think that person.
0: I mean, a, most a lot of artists would be happy to pay their bills, just pay the bills, to yeah. just make like, the money they make at their it, job, yeah. that they're doing forty hours a week. Mm-hmm. If they could do that, making and performing music, like I, I don't think a lot of people, like obviously, you'd so want to you, get if you better.
1: You torn. How do you make music? Merchandise or plays like what else do you really and that's like? the other
0: thing, yeah. It, the other thing is that it's a huge investment, huge, it's a huge investment, bro. It's like buying a house investment almost, where you need if you're gonna tour, you need to be able to not make money for a while and be cool with that, and then you also need to invest in your bus. This is why wait six years or, to
1: do anything big, too, man? Because I want to not like do the wrong
0: thing and i mean your performance like what are you bringing on the road that's another thing are you bringing lights are you bringing you know other musicians are you bringing a sound guy are you bring all this stuff costs money Mm -hmm. the the thing you're moving in costs money the show costs money like every you know what i mean like there's a lot there's just so many layers where it seems like back in the day it was easier to do and now it's like more accessible but so much more complicated because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, yeah, you can just write a song and record a song at the studio and put it out on SoundCloud.
1: If you don't got an in with some bigger artist who's like clearly going to get people to show up, it's definitely a, like a gamble, too. Well, that take like, you under the wing is definitely... It's a growing... Northwest like is the growing with its um, support with hip-hop and music Ooh. in general, for sure. But it's still like not to a level where you, I mean, if you're not with a really big artist, like it's hard to say you're gonna get on. Well, a lot of people out to these shows. It's crazy to see
0: know. certain artists like be successful with it, you know. When you mm-hmm. see like the Sam Chows. like dude, the, have you, you seen that?
1: Either you gotta be able to talk to people, or have somebody else who can really talk to people for you. Like, I
0: always that. wonder what it is. I'm always just like, do they, got, they? I just always assume they must have a fire team. Like yeah, or
1: just, yeah, everybody's doing their job, right? Because
0: there's no fucking way that one person can do everything. I think that that's, I think we can agree on that.
1: You go a little crazy. Like, I feel like it's possible if like some people do do it, but like. You can
0: do a lot, you, And but it, eventually, it, like you said, you're going to be like.
1: <sighs> kind of like, well, like I said earlier too, like those people turn angry.
0: Like, yeah, because you gotta, dude. Imagine I got you got I got one job. I'm fucking stressed out, bro. You got fucking twelve jobs. Like Russ,
1: I love his music, but he seems kind of angry. Like, and I'm just like, man, like get some little little more help, maybe. See, like, I, shout out Russ though too, because he's but smart. I don't understand because
0: like... people that are that rich, you have no reason to be angry. You could just stop making music right now and just open a fucking bakery or something and just do that for the rest of your life if you wanted to. Like, you could have the, the op-
1: ego broadens to where it can go once you get into it's true. involved really involved in this industry that's like, so it's true like right here and then you like get a little bit of this and that and it's just whoa shit like you know and some people don't go out like your life like Jay cole don't but like a lot of the people but
0: and i think that like remember there was like a logic interview where he was mm-hmm. like i don't go outside i don't fucking hang out you know what i mean i just just don't fucking go outside. Like, I stay, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, I feel that on another level, bro, because I don't want to give my energy out and I don't want people in my ear. I just, it's just, I like to be able to control what I'm consuming. Mm-hmm. And when I'm I'm doing a lot, I get in a lot of situations where I'm just consuming bullshit. So I think that whether you're like a, like just anybody in the world, you want to protect your energy. Mm. Everybody wants to protect their energy, man. And that's why we have four friends.
1: facts, important things.
0: You know what I mean? That's why we got five friends, four, you know. That's why it's like, oh, yeah, you know, circle, my circle's tight. That's why that's a thing because it's just like I, you can't, when you have all these other people, you're getting all these other people shitting in your ear about their day or their...
1: You don't have to be physically active to be using your energy, and that's something that I've really realized is that, like, mm-hmm. you have a mental way and capacity of things, too. Yeah. Um, and, like you like you wake up right and like get yourself going boom here's your ball here's your energy ball Mm -hmm. it's gonna like shrink throughout the day and like if you give yourself an opportunity to be in spots where it's not going to be shrinking quickly Mm -hmm. like you're going to be able to use more for yourself and for like the more positive side well there's ways
0: to like kind of fill your cup yeah in in a sense too where you're around people that not only don't you know take all the good energy away and drain your energy but you have people that fill your energy you have people that are mm-hmm. that are challenging your brain to want to go to mm-hmm. another creative space or to take it to another level like that being inspired is like one of the most powerful things mm-hmm. is that's what happens to a lot of people they get real down and out because they beat themselves up beat themselves up beat themselves up and then they get a little bit a little bit of confidence and they get inspired and that's when crazy dope shit happens because you're all the way down when you have nothing, and then you just see somebody making it look easy, or you see, you know, something inside of you. You just get this burning passion to want to do better, to want to like, you know, it's get what after the gorge something. Does to me, man. <laughs> is that all your reset?
1: Yeah, it's kind of my reset usually. When is that? Summertime. Yeah, typically. What um, do you do? What do you go I'm see? A raver. Like? We talked about this in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the raves and like base canyon and paradise and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. There's lots of booty it, there. I, yeah. I, I totally understand, yeah, bro. There's lots
1: of booty, but it's nice, but
0: I mean, that's just yeah, look, it's not even <laughs> that it's not even like a a main topic of discussion, but it's just like, yeah, you know, there's just lots of booty everywhere too. That's, you know, like a cherry on top, <laughs> you know. This, r- so exploring snowboard- me. Snowboarding, snowboarding too. But so I got my you... summer
1: thing is like I do that and I skate and then I'm like snowboarding in the wintertime.
0: What but draws think... you to like that scene? The EDM, the rave, the it's the love, mm-hmm. I'm all about the love. <laughs> but really, people are are just very. Like everybody's just. And it's not even like very nice. It's not even and... like the
1: direct love, like from like one person. Like I mean, it is sometimes, but like just the overall like energy, just like it's like sick. Like I'm out here and like it's full I'm always inspired like the artists <clears throat> are like usually pretty humble cool people
0: it's really but weird how when so many people are in a room just being nice to each other I don't like all
1: the room thing though uh, not a room it's so like what's a bad like so what's an
0: like, indoor rave that that's just too much for you it's like freak, freak night show,
1: like freak night or whatever it's called yeah freak show whatever <laughs> <laughs> freak night. <laughs>
0: So that's inside. Uh, yeah, that's dude. like Wamu Theater or some shit.
1: Yeah, I think. I'd, okay. Yeah. Um, I would still go to them sometimes. Like not that one, but like an indoor rave or if some artist I like comes to Spokane, like I'm gonna go see it. Like the knit is the but worst, bro. It's, yeah, it is. If for that type of stuff, it is. It's, it's the fucking
0: it's, worst for any event. If I have to pay general admission, yeah. and I have to go into the Knitting Factory, and I can't fucking go. Smoke a joint and come back. I hate back that in. I
1: can't escape when when weird shit happens. Anything. When I'm outside and something weird's happening, I can like I can get out, like I can go, <laughs> but sometimes I get surrounded by people who are too high or sweaty or something and, weird. And like, you can't, <laughs> see the thing
0: is is that you can't leave and come back. It's like you have to Knowing make no,
1: exactly you can't leave. Yeah, you have to make a committed decision. You can go in the bathroom, say, and then the bathrooms are disgusting too, and it's full of people in there usually. Yeah, and then there's eyes <laughs> on
0: it because they know people are smoking in the bathroom. So anything you're trying to do in the bathroom, people are like, "Oh, hey, what?" You know, there's yeah. people lurking around. People. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. When you're in VIP, it's nice because you can just go out. You can smoke. You can come back in. There's bars up there. Like yeah. and then, I still
1: do have heavily support that whole scene though and like I think it's really cool that how much EDM is growing in Spokane and all these shows are happening at the pin at the knit and everything like Mm
0: -hmm. I is the knit the only place that does that That, no the pin's been doing a lot of EDM shows no I mean that that like won't let you come back into the show when you leave it's got to be like the only place in town yeah I think so what is that
1: that VIP, I guess,
0: but, but what, what is that though? Like, is that people like it's just is that protecting I understand. something? I understand
1: it, just like it get too much. The capacity of it's so much more than other places, too. So, I mean, why
0: can't I come back in? What does that mean? I bought my ticket. It's like if I wanted to uh, go, yeah, you're
1: right, you're right, you should be able to come in and out. Fuck that,
0: but uh, there's got to be a reason, right? Do you yeah. know, Matisse? You got something? Uh,
3: I guess, <clears throat> I mean, you have to get wanted when you go through, and so I guess if you go out they could be grabbing cuz maybe rewan I mean they might re- the thing is it's a lot of resources to have to rewind a person coming back in i guess so that takes up a lot of time there's people still trying to get into the Extra venue jobs. I've seen those they security guys have, they're not doing shit right that's true they used to have a, a smoking deck though at the Knit. you yeah. could go out and then they stacked a bunch of chairs out there you can't get out there anymore see Damn.
0: that was legit it was
3: you you could get out you were still in and playing by their bullshit rules but you could get, hey, you could get out People
1: get anxiety smoke. and and sometimes they need to go yeah. smoke. Or I just want to like. smoke,
0: dude. I'm watching. Okay, so I went to Atmosphere, right? Yeah. And it was fucking sold out, packed, and it was mm. fucking packed, bro. Mm. And I was in general admission, and like by the time you even get to Atmosphere set, like you're you can't fucking breathe in yeah. that motherfucker. You're just breathing other people's breaths. <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. like someone would open the door, and I would just be like, fresh air. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Right. and and it was.
3: You're stuck to the floor is the other thing. You just if wanna you go stand burn a in joint, one place, they're like, too long okay, the this
0: opener's over. Atmosphere's going to be on in 15 minutes. I just want to smoke a joint. And everybody in VIP, they're just they just chilling. They're running out. They're coming in. They're coming downstairs. Doesn't they doesn't I'm like, hey, I don't know how to get you. Yeah. you know VIP, I think you got to buy for the whole year. So, yeah, it's anyways. Show
1: you, like, there's like 40 openers, too. Until you're in there. I just, don't,
0: I just don't support a venue that's not going to consider my fucking comfortability at the show. You know, I think the Knitting Factory is a very dope venue. And when I've gone to VIP shows, I saw uh who's that reggae band? Not slightly stupid. It was uh Revolution? Iration? Close, close. Close. Even closer. It was uh The Movement. I'm not gonna think about <laughs> it right now, but The
1: Movement was here I think not too long. Ago. But
0: there's uh I've seen I've seen a lot of people there, but yeah. VIP was definitely enjoyable. The pin mm-hmm. Is getting much better reputation now. Yeah. Which is awesome to see.
1: But okay. The one thing that I feel like the pen needs to fix though is like there. So here's your. Here's the the stage, right? Mm -hmm. So here's where you're performing, and here's like the edge of the stage before it drops down. Okay. Their speakers Mm -hmm. for like for the ones that the crowd hears are literally like up here. So if you're in the front two rows you are mm. literally listening to the monitor speakers as like, it's like not a vibe. You're saying as as the person
0: watching the show. <laughs> yes. You're you're listening to so, their monitors. You're not pretty even Pretty much you can't it. even get the because sound or the
1: bass, like the feel of anything. There. So that's and how it is at terrain. So, but I don't understand yeah, why they can't. Terrain why can't is bad. They just like turn air feel, That's crucial. Like and you know for like if you're watching a band or you're seeing somebody with drums and guitar like mm-hmm. it's way different. Like you're getting more of that. Because that, when, the instruments a, are right there Yeah, if you see a hip hop show You're relying somebody, on those speakers Like yeah. an artist like myself Who is kind of a soft voice And I rap really quickly mm-hmm. Like it's like Yeah, you look like you're going hard But what the fuck you do, you yeah. <laughs> do you think there's Do you think there's going to be a
0: time When they they do those like silent concerts Where everybody puts the fucking headphones on
1: That's lit I, th- l- I mean, those are the... I love going to South <laughs> <disco>. <laughs> They yeah. did that. They did that, that show I did
3: uh, with
0: both legs
1: out in the
3: woods. Time. Yeah, that rave show that had mm-hmm. a couple of hip-hop sets on it. Yeah. They had a silent disco where everybody They're so threw headsets on fun fun it. Disco. They're, they yeah. had like, different
1: modes. So yeah. I went to one at a Base Canyon or whatever at the Gorge. So it's like after the whole thing was done, we're all walking out and you go get a pair of headphones and there's blue, green, and red. And in the middle, they have a DJ set up with three different DJs. So this big circle and you'd walk around and there's... All sorts of different people with different colors on their headphones. Oh, that's cool. They're listening to. Oh, so you know cool. what they're listening to?
3: That's dope. <laughs> See, so because dumb.
0: like you're, what is the thing? It's like constantly a sound issue. Mm-hmm. There's always a sound issue, like in yeah. the venue and the promoter. It's always monitor speakers. They're trying to get it set up. Okay. <laughs> When you're on stage and there's no monitor speakers, it's the worst. It's the, the worst. Pig, the worst. Pig out in the park, pain, bro. worst. Had nothing. You couldn't hear anything. Nothing. And so, you yeah. understand why people have an <laughs> earpiece in yeah. when they're yeah. you know, professionals.
3: Have you seen those earplugs that aren't earplugs? No. For going no. to concerts with? Mm-mm. So they're, they're earplugs that are made for concerts. And they're not complete earplugs, but basically what they do is they regulate the sound and make it sound good. So if there's shitty setup on the bass, or it's not good speakers, or it's like overblown or not mixed right, like the the earphones are supposed to correct it. So you get bass, but it's good quality bass, and you get like it filters the sound. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, and it's Whoa. and it saves your ears from getting damaged. I wonder how much those are. There's like those like
0: 130 ear, bucks. Oh wow. The
1: earpieces that people be using, like wireless ones. You're talking like about a, like performers. Yeah, it was like a thousand dollars. Those are, like those for are crazy. Those ones, See, dude, when
0: you can hear yourself. Cause when you do when you uh, rehearse your set, you're like you know especially if you do it like I do and I do in the living room with a, with a fake mic. That's how I do it. Probably not the best way to do it. It's um, not a fake mic. It's just unplugged. I, yeah, it's just an unplugged mic. Um, <laughs> it's a real mic. It's a, re- it's a Don't real. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short, bro. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. Come on, come <laughs> on. But you, it's just so much different when you get like there is something so unsettling about being on stage and and, and doing your set and not being able to hear yourself. Mm
1: it's hard, dude. I mean, it's like
0: you just have to you, hope the you sound go is th- good
1: through the repetition, which is something I know y'all do. So I, I mean, you know you you know you're at least getting your close. But like there's just so much little things that like you can hear in your voice that are important, even yeah. if you are somebody who's like gone through the repetition. No, you still, need to be able like to, you, like, to. You
0: need to adjust things on mm-hmm, stage. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're doing any kind of singing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. This is uh, monitor- sometimes
1: I get too excited when I'm performing, and I like if I don't have good monitors, I can't tell that I, my voice is showing my too excitement. And sometimes when I getting squeaky, broo- yeah. Getting, so that like, even though apartment. I'm even though I've gone through the cycles where well, you get that adrenaline thing involved and the adrenaline like sometimes can make you not be hitting stuff like you normally do, so when you have good monitors you can. Because you want to do like, it
0: like you want to do it like you did it on the record. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to do it in your just casual voice. However, you delivered it on the record is Should exactly how you want to do it.
1: People that be leaving their whole record on the back of their songs. Though? Oh god, <laughs> you don't want to do it that much, like the riff record. raff. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bro I kicked out a riff raft dude I went to go see him I was smoking a joint like second song in he told he looked at me I was like second I was like like that shit bro and I was already thinking, like, no, I probably shouldn't. And I was like, Riff Raff told me to light the joint. <laughs> oh, what? I light it within this, like, a second after lighting there's red lasers on me from here and here. Where's like, this oh, at?
3: <laughs> Riff <Raff laughs> at the, pointed at the you out. He told the on you, bro. bro he the, told on he he me. points, like, this guy right here,
0: lighting it up. Dude, the knit is like a scene from The never ending Story or something. <laughs> <shit. laughs> they got fucking red lights on you. And lasers like, and shit. You're in a Tom Clancy scoped. book. <laughs> While
3: we're on the subject of sound, quick PSA to crowds out there. If I say in the mic, can y'all hear me out there? Don't just scream because you're at a concert. Yeah, it's not like any other thing that I'm asking you where you could just scream. Not yeah. yes or no. Please. Yeah, if like, y'all really can't <laughs> hear me, just tell me that shit. Let's yeah. get this
0: right. They're like, no, he's trying. Yeah, Yeah. It's like, no, can you though?
1: <laughs> I feel like I need to take more time with my sound check sometimes. I'm always like... Not rushing through it, but like yeah, it's good, whatever. But like, that's just important.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of times, artists—you'll see artists that will—they'll uh, figure out the sound on stage. They'll start their set and they'll be like, "Hey, hold up, hold up!" The whole crowd Having right there. a good there.
1: sound guy. Top of the priority list, like of doing a show.
0: We've definitely done a show before where we were like, "Yo, sound guy!" And the booth was empty. Empty. He, I think he was—he was upstairs and like a. Yeah, he like was a sleeping. He
3: Uh, had to come down That was uh, It was sleeping? Yeah We did a show up No he was sleeping Up north At uh, Oh okay (laughs) At Swax or whatever it was called I think it was the emperor room At that time Uh, And the sound guy Yeah he uh, was upstairs Taking a nap Bro Always meet your sound guy Say what up to your sound guy Dap him up Give him a join Or a 20 real quick Just like make sure That sound guy is
0: good To all the young Up and coming artists Right now Make friends with your sound guy (laughs) These things matter Yeah. People do. don't just say this stuff. Go to make, build rapport with the people that are putting together the event, that are facilitating the event, and that will help the event go smoother. Stay connected with people. Really, the worst thing that you can do, and this might be just be a metaphor for life, or just you know, is stay connected. You can yeah. in this with cell phones and stuff, especially we can drift further and further away from just communicating with people directly right with text messages it's like oh i'll send you a text Man, ah. fuck and they can re- they reply back and you kind of look at it and you're like mm, you know i'm gonna go do something else yeah. you know it. and it's not it's you're not true. forced to respond like when someone's right in front of you when somebody's right in front of you it's like dude
1: back to the working at zoom when i like i pull pull the phone away for a sec with some of these kids and even people my age i'm like yeah dude like you there? Like
0: <laughs> it's crazy. the kids are like ordering their their stuff and they're just like on their phone. You're like trying to get the you're like 120 bucks, bro. Yeah. People are just disconnected, man. But you know the thing is, is I think it's also just a maturity thing. I think kids have always been into you know when I was a kid, I was just locked into the TV, I was locked into Super Nintendo, I was locked into some other shit. Like my people, my parents were like, "Well, you fucking on your Game Boy?" I'm like, "Listen." y'all ain't doing anything cool as long as kids are still out there running around playing basketball you know getting in fights kids need to get in fights bro that's a real thing too like you got to get punched in the face when you're a kid to be like oh shit like life can be fucking not fun sometimes
1: i've been hit in the face once
0: it's not fun it's necessary yeah. it's necessary <laughs> for a life lesson for somebody to get hit in the face really hard and be like oh
1: shit i've hit somebody else in the face twice <laughs> okay One, but the both were like in protective mode i wasn't i've gotten in like a couple other mini fights when i was much younger but they were not like punching in the, the face the younger fights were fights. Like, interesting right it was like throwing you down on the ground and like almost punching you but like when you were, when i was a kid it was like <laughs> we
0: were doing reckless shit because we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how to direct our energy. Yeah. I think that's a lot of kids. They have this energy and they don't know where to they don't know where to put it. They're like, oh man, my friends are going out and throwing fucking beer bottles at cars. <laughs> you know, and you're like, Well, that's not the way to direct it. You know I did dumb shit like that too. But or, if you had like... friends that were in the studio, like if you were like, you know, 20 years old hanging out with cats that were like 30 and they're in the studio doing serious shit, you would become your surroundings. Mm-hmm. When you hang out with fuckheads become a fuckhead and it's uh that's all personal experience baby because yeah. we went through it dude we had to go through it to fucking fuck up and be like damn man so all y'all young people I did a out lot there
1: of shit, but i was always very calm in situations where they were confrontational like i never got like too heated very f- i have four so you've sisters You've always been a chill dude live with my mom and I have four sisters i'm a very feminine guy i'd say too so
0: you're like, just I'm very passive. passive you're not trying to fight people very I'm peaceful like, i'm like Chill.
1: confrontational too like i'll talk about something i'm not like past totally passive but just like
0: you're a lover I'm not like, a fighter just man just a
1: lover like my tone my energy like doesn't even make people want to f- fight me like when things get like that i <laughs> feel like, nah, i feel dude, like there's like, a lot <laughs> of
0: situations you can just talk your way out of too bro i feel like a lot of people just they get you know they get crazy and they don't they only know how to express things certain ways bro people all people grew up different in different households with different shit happening bro like we can't expect like like everybody to just be where we're at Mm -hmm. or you know like our experience is their experience
1: we're all in a way like mathematical formulas like you've heard and touched and you know seen all these things in your life kind of made like
0: it's kind More of made change. me who I am, though. you know, there's yeah. a,
1: and there's a little flavor in nature in there, too. I guess it's a nurture first nature and like thing. Yeah, there. that's just but, like
0: you yeah. and a unique mm-hmm. soul. A,
1: oh, listen to that. That's a great sound. It's fresh.
0: Um, yeah, you have the uh, yeah, everybody's this unique thing. But why is it that we all kind of fall in line with these same patterns? When it comes to, it's like this. Life is really life is like this construct. We're man. controlled by We're,
3: fear.
1: <laughs> if we want to get into, if we want to get into some shit, we can get into some shit.
0: But like, because because okay, so what is that? I, I love to break it down psychologically and be like, why is this? There's
1: elitists in this world and master families that control our <laughs> fear-based economy. Like,
0: so it keeps people. <laughs> you know working and fucking over other people and shit like that because they need to you know i gotta fucking get ahead i gotta fucking yeah. you know and they're
1: it breaks down to a lot of things just like how how we're force-fed certain information like news public education like <laughs> i don't know there's
3: so much you know, it's crazy. It's I was just speaking on that. Yeah. That reminded me of some. I was reading this article about TikTok because mm-hmm. everybody's obsessed with TikTok now. Mm-hmm. And in uh, China, they have an app that's just like TikTok. It's like China's TikTok. Mm-hmm. But what they found out is that the government is manipulating like the votes on that, like the likes and stuff, so that certain people will go to the top. So they're just like catering this information to you so that you're only really getting things that are approved by... Overload, really oh. feeling that world of comparison. You don't know what's uh, going on behind the scenes yeah. in the algorithms and shit. You don't oh, know what weird. the the robots are doing. They're catering and making certain people seem popular with you know.
1: Mm. You always seen black
3: mirror. Oh yeah, a lot of that shit could be it's real, so fucking real, bro. <laughs> China already has like a social currency where you have like a social ranking, basically. Mm. So
0: what was it? Was that episode where it was like the Uber ranking, right? Where you would, um. I think it was an episode on Black Mirror where I'm trying to remember you would if you were a cool person or like, you know, other how other people viewed you and how other people um you know if they decided they liked you or not, they would rate you. Their interaction with you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd get rated that. by your interaction. And you did, yeah, and if you get the bad rating, and life starts to get shit, yep. hey, like, <laughs> People don't want to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, I remember
0: that one. I remember that. One. Imagine some um you never got any trouble when you're a kid? Like big trouble, no felonies and all like that. Yeah. well, Not a felony, but I've gotten Good. in trouble a few times. <laughs> Cause that's kind of like what that is, dude. You get a felon, you get a felony. And it, um, a lot of times it's no different than, you know, we were dumb as fuck and mm-hmm. just didn't get caught. And you know, those people are just fucked, you know, like, I mean, you're not, you're not fucked in the sense that you can bring yourself out of it, but, Okay, we, you can't they, they don't let you get hired they like you're just boat. you're trash yeah you're nothing like you're mm. trash like i think that we need to learn in this country this i mean we know better and people should not be like their opportunity shouldn't be stifled because they made a bad decision now, if it's really fucked up The The thing is,
3: though, they already paid their debt. It's not often you get a felony and you walk free. You do time. That's fucked up, too. You know what I'm saying? These people have served their debt for the crime they committed. That was their sentence. And then 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 they get get out and all this extra shit's fucked up now and it's totally fucked their whole life. People
0: change. Yeah. Dude, especially (laughs) you're saying you went to prison, you did your time, you got out, and it's like, you got felony now, dude. You know The, The best thing for you to do, okay, come back to prison come back yeah. to prison man. It's the
1: independent man's decade though. So I'm talking about like just like here and not the black mirror episode specifically like um there's a lot of opportunities for people I feel like and like way more than there has been in the past. And like I don't support Donald Trump, but like he, I feel like I saw th- some statistics the other day that like percentage of people that don't have jobs is like way less than it has ever been too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's some upside to like like moving forward
3: with a lot of stuff. You don't want me to school you on why that's false. Is that false? Well, oh, I do. But I do. Super, I need you. I, super need, false. I need you to school me. So case. here's yeah. the thing. the Just to give you brief, 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 brief. Yeah. The current president always inherits what the previous president did. So, okay. And, and
1: then so he gets it started, the ball rolling, So and this he's person taking, helps it finish he's, yeah. off. So sense, Obama
3: inherited the Bush economy, which is the worst the it's worst, ever been. The worst. And then it flipped it. Okay. And now Trump Thank is you. taking credit. Thank you. Thank you for th- telling me that. Stuff that Trump's really doing isn't going to actually take effect for a few more years. Also, those job statistics. He's counting how many people are employed but he's also counting people that are working two jobs as two jobs. So like it, mm. it's you know what I'm saying like yeah. if you're if you have to work two shitty jobs Man. and you're making terrible money at both jobs just to scrape by mm. he's counting that as oh one person has two jobs that's like 200%. That's you know what I'm saying like he's like adding that into the statistic as if it's more jobs than it really is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man. Cuz when you only count the number yeah. of jobs and not how much money you're you're not making it's like it's a really yeah. skewed number. I feel it.
0: But I hope that, you know, no matter anybody's opinions on any president or any bullshit going on, I'm so removed from politics. I just hope that yeah. I just hope it works out for us in like America. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I just hope it works out. Like, if it doesn't. This
1: brings oh, me gosh. to another point that can we connect this to if we want to bring up decriminalized Spokane again. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Um. I think that could be huge for, and I don't have a whole lot of information yet because I'm on the the beginning stages of somewhat being involved with it. Mm-hmm. But um, starting in 2021 is when it's really going to take its move, like more publicly, and like they can start doing things. Until then, it's going to be more of like word of mouth and building the notice here in Spokane. But basically, my buddy Mace. Um, Got asked. To, they flew him down to Oakland, where they've also already decriminalized everything. They've de- mm-hmm. More than mushrooms, they've decriminalized it all.
0: What? What? What do you mean?
1: Everything? Hey, DMT, all that shit. Heroin? No. Oh, well, you said it all. Just like the the psychedelic Mes- mushrooms. Oh, stuff, just ma- oh, just psychedelic drugs, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he kind of got some information, gave them, or he gave them his little his pitch. They liked it, and now he's kind of getting set up to help with the the decriminalized Spokane movement. Um, So we could be one of these next cities that does this. And I really think that when this happens, and there's more, like, studies done on psychedelics, and people start to jump onto this a little bit more professionally, um, the world will start to really change, like... I think it could yeah, start to like cuz it's already slowly changing
0: and I think mushrooms is They've a done good so thing. much
1: for me dog I'm not going to get too deep People into it. People should
0: experiment with mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You should you should Yeah, 100% agree. Because it's right. just
1: and it's what it breaks the snow. there's so much like change that like, I don't get broken and it's hard because you can't get to like a peak at a rate you need to for, for living in this fear-based economy. Uh, or just life so like when these experiences help people break those things and literally like look inside on like a whole other type of level and just be like oh shit like it's like, the, it's unlocking one of the first doors to finding yourself in happiness, like for, for real. That's real shit. Like, yeah. The
3: FDA actually is not yeah. psychedelics, and I wish it was more, but they just approved. i sneak out uh, real quick for a second. They just approved MDMA. Um, not it, it, it will be federally approved to treat mm. like PTSD and clinical depression and stuff like that, mm. but like regulated, not, you know, street type shit, whatever, mm. like. Uh, they were using it for soldiers that had PTSD, and mm. it just got approved through like clinical trials. And it's, I saw something; about it's that. on its way to FDA approval. So I, yeah. I, like I said, I wish they'd do it with more psychedelics and stuff. I've never been one for like, mm-hmm. you know, Molly and all that shit, but yeah. it seems to help a lot of people that take it, and Man. it's not nearly as damaging when taken medicinally. And if like, as you're like, you know, growing up,
1: if you're given the right type of information too, you're not gonna be making decisions with drugs and. As poor of ways as we have in the past. No, absolutely, like,
3: absolutely. that's a, that's important for a lot appreciate.
1: of people too, is their like, just like their decision of why they're doing something. So if you're more educated about something, then you you know.
3: Of course, yeah. of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Murphy snuck in one time. <laughs> Dude he was whining
0: so much, I was just like, it was like distracting me. Fucking I was like, Dude. dog cast. Oh
3: my god.
0: Actually, we got some, it's getting we got hazy. Got some real smoke in here, yeah, Our dude.
1: Third joint we're on.
0: So, like, decriminalize Spokane is a—it's a thing a right now. It's to, a movement to
1: start to get Spokane to be one of the next cities to, to decriminalize um, mushrooms and all that stuff. So, but you're
0: saying they do that all already in like other places?
1: Oakland, Portland, and Denver. Huh. Are the three cities who have already done this, and who does this? And this I, honestly, there's rumors that like pretty soon this could jump from city level to state level. Like they're talking about like the whole city of or state of California, like making this move potentially in X amount of years. I don't
0: know because it's just frankly. cities right now, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you
1: know. Um, but I do. I just think it's like the start of like a huge like change, um, in people. And like
0: just the thought process of how they, mm-hmm. you know, the stigmas behind mushrooms, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's the thing is we people make fun of it. Like, oh, and yeah, as new generations man.
1: come, just like it's going to keep broadening, like in what certain ways where like, <clears throat> there's I think I'm optimistic I, in a good way, whereas I it took me a while to see a lot of the, the light for the future. But like,
0: I mean, it's just people what, doing having the information, even when you have the information, people have to take the steps to. To read, to listen, to digest the in- information, so that way they, it actually sticks, mm-hmm. and you actually learn something, mm-hmm. and it adds to who you are. A lot of people hear stuff and they don't—they don't actually digest it. They're just like it's just one in one ear, out the other ear. And I think that once people kind of see, for mushrooms, for me, I have found that it can be a fun thing to do with your friends or you just take mushrooms and go have fun. I love that, it's it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Also, it can be like a introspective way to kind of meditate almost.
1: It's a total meditative thing for me. I had like, my first experience with mushrooms, like I honestly like, this is crazy. (laughs) So don't get the wrong idea, based off the first thing I said, but like (laughs) 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 I, uh, I wanted to die, like I tried to die. What? Like, I wanted to kill myself and I was like plotting how to do it and I, I thought I was having the worst time of my life and I was like literally in the corner like fetal position like sucking my thumb, kill me somebody. Whoa. Holy shit. For a while. And See, I've been high
3: on mushrooms and I'm like I'm ready to die. I could be at peace if I died. It experience would be fine, but never showed me Ooh.
1: how just shut off I was from so many things I needed to be like not shut off from. And like I was ultimately fine and in the next couple months to come i for a while i thought i was like whoa like that was negative experience fuck this shit! what the hell and then i just uh, probably not even two months probably a couple weeks and then at a two three month mark i had this revelation I was like holy shit!" i've changed so much about myself mm-hmm. i just was like what the fuck? i was like a new person i started doing so much more healthy habits and treating people better treating myself better loving myself experimenting with and what mark. was this how old were when you was, when this happened um 18 i think yeah, I think it was eighteen, and it was crazy to me. I was like, well, "Holy shit!" And then,
0: like, that's the only the only negative Whoa.
1: experience I've ever had with psychedelics. Wait,
0: so you had a negative experience on psychedelics the that, first time uh, that ever.
1: affected you in a positive way? The most positive way ever it was the best <laughs> trip I've ever had. It was the most important thing that's ever happened. Wait, me. I thought you said it was the worst. This is a different one, second same time? same one. No, same one. It was in the at the time it felt like horrible, but now of what it what it really was what it represented to my life is by far the most important and in a different way the best one <laughs> Whoa, dude. and like That's, every experience i've had that. since has been pretty pretty cool you know i haven't done much recently i've kind of turned started turn that part of my life down a little bit but i was into psychedelics for a bit when i was like 20 years old and mm-hmm. they did a lot for me and you haven't really used it I have. You haven't used mushrooms. I have. Like honestly, I, I microdose a lot. Okay, yeah. So I I don't like eat a bunch of mushrooms or, anything, or take an eighth anymore. And how much anything, did you
0: take when you were like in this be- this negative zone? An
1: eighth. So an eighth. That was my first time. Somebody told me you eat an eighth of mushrooms. See, dude, I've
0: I've never taken an eighth of mushrooms. <laughs> I've always taken a half an eighth. Yeah, that's always. a vibe. Half an eighth is a vibe. It's,
1: it's a, a vibe. little bit of visuals. Things get kind of fuzzy, and you feel really good. Bro, I get a
0: little overwhelmed. Like the high will be, that's like the only way I can describe it is the high will be overwhelming. Like I'm just like, this is a lot. Like it's, I feel really good, but it's like too much. Mm-hmm. Like, and being uh, outside um, is crucial for me. I hate being corners. outside.
1: I don't like looking at corners, so uh, they're
0: scary. Well, bro, I think that having a, like I said, there's two ways I can do it. I can go on a hike with my friends on mushrooms. And that is just a fun experience of mm. just, whoa, look at the clouds. Look at the trees. Like I'm mm. just having a great time. This mm. is amazing. We've, uh, I think I floated the river, um, which was really fun. But then mm. there, it can also be like this, I took it and I was alone. You know,
1: I've heard I, like if you've ever heard Joe Rogan or Terrence McKenna talk about it There's doing mushrooms by yourself is actually supposedly like the way to do it if you really want get, to get the most from it Bro, I got um, so much from it. Like, it's
0: it, like it, it like I took things From outside of the experience. There's no
1: ego attached like when you when you do something like LSD or mushrooms like sure you have a foot here in this realm, but you, you're still here and like, there's still an ego here. Mm-hmm. Um, when people are around, you just think about it that much more. It's a part of your process. But when you're by yourself, it's like you're really allowing like nature's course to take over you, like at a whole other like level. I feel like
0: it's kind of like, in a way, like alcohol, where you're like, you know, people tell the truth when they're drinking, kind of a thing, right? Um, <laughs> Sometimes too much. But it's like on mushrooms, like you're getting an unfiltered you, mm-hmm. and you're you can't really help it. Like you're, you're just in a vulnerable state we, of un, of just being.
1: We put things in the back of our heads as people. We all do it into a different levels, but we have like a storage system. I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to deal with that. Let's go here. And I'm not going to do with that. I'm not going to talk to that person. Let's go here. And mm-hmm. like just whatever it is, you know. Um, <clears throat> And I feel like you kind of have like a meeting with a higher version of yourself that's kind of like teases you sometimes. It's like, no, bro, like what the fuck's up with that? What the fuck's up with that? Like, deal with it. Yeah. And that's not always enjoyable, but it's always very rewarding um, and, like, helps you, like, you know, bring you back to it, your center, your balance. Like,
0: I get that, bro. I, the, the the whole mushroom trip that you had that changed your, it like, changed everything for you and it was a bad trip, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, that's...
1: Shortly after that, I did an experiment with DMT experience i ex- had an experience with dmt too what and was that I- like <laughs> man i don't want to make this whole talk about just n- drug experiences <laughs> but i'll tell you a little bit and there's a reason why i have it tatted on my hand um
2: <laughs> oh
1: whoa um that's some real i didn't really Joe know what Rogan i was getting shit. into the first time right so i was 18 it was shortly after my mushroom experience and uh I was with my buddy Wyatt, who was a quiet friend of mine. He was like a n- kind of newer friend. He was a very chill dude, mm-hmm. like just kind of go with the flow. Good energy. He was good energy for mm-hmm. sure. And I was at his apartment, and we were h- kind of high, chilling. <laughs> I was pretty stoned actually um, that this day. And His friend comes over and is really cool and nice and he says that he extracted this stuff himself and told me that what it was called But my mind at the time I didn't I didn't know what that meant or what it was mm-hmm. And uh,
0: we say it was DMT. Uh-huh,
1: and he, it looked like oil, right? Mm-hmm. And he kind of like was briefly explaining it to me and my buddy why was over on the couch like kind of listening But didn't even didn't chime in didn't say like hey I'm like Kyle, you might, this is what this is, you know, might like want to check into that a little bit. It's like it was like a very easy conversation. I was wearing a tie dye T shirt, I think that day, so maybe he got the vibe that I was a little more hippie or something. I don't know which but, you are, but he asked me if I wanted to try it, and I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> sure, <laughs> like just like but chilling. Like my mind was at ease. I wasn't, you know, when you go into something, you're like, oh fuck, I'm about to do. it. A drug that people blast off on, or this, that, and all these thoughts actually, and I think, really barricaded you from getting to yeah. And you places. didn't have any of that. I had none of that because <laughs> I didn't even really understand. You actually—it
0: feels like you're like making decisions from the heart at this point. Yeah, I took two like like, this fat feels right. rips
1: out of a bong, and they told me to keep going. And I, I was in good lungs, like I could smoke at that time, so I was taking fat hits. And then I took a third, really big one, let it out, and I looked at my friend. He's like, "It's okay, dog." And I like. Whew, blacked out and was gonna gonna fall down but they were ready they caught me put Me on the couch, and I literally had an astral projection. I thought I died or some shit. I literally felt death. I think that's what death is. That's what it feels like. Really? <laughs> and like I saw my body back on the couch, snapped back in it. I'm giving you a short version so I don't get the goosebumps and get all weird. But like,
0: oh, dude! Then this I like,
1: so cool. bl- like, blasted off, like, literally, like, not to be cliche because that's what they say, but like, it's what it felt like. And I was like, all white and then sunk forward and was like hovering in like the space zone. Ultimately I went through like these portals and shit. I was going over so much things of like development of my life and development of like Earth and mm-hmm. had like a council with these like alien creatures that I saw were resemblance of myself. And like it was <laughs> oh, it was shit. totally insane. It was like naked the whole time walking down this like space paths and like And it was things. all cool. Oh, dude! Is like you weren't tripping crazy. I was going through tunnels. I go through like a tunnel that would turn, Whoa. and I would see all these crazy symbols would pop out through the tunnel, and some really crazy geometric patterns. And it would stop, and I would go into like this next realm. That's like when I would enter a, a portal. So what did you, what did you
0: take from this experience,
1: dude? It's for a, I didn't understand it for. a while. I'm still understanding it as time goes on. But
0: you, the memory stayed with you.
1: Oh yeah, bro. So so vivid, especially that one. That's you know, I've done it a couple crazy. times since too. Um, but that that first time like it really again like the mushroom experience a couple months after it kind of started to become more aware i became more aware of it but it was like helped me be more courageous and kind of was that was the real like start to me like with music i think too you know do you think it
0: made you not fear death
1: yeah totally 100 percent. like i'm to a level i still do but like in you know I don't know. Maybe like, I, don't, I don't. Like in know, a level,
0: you're you're saying. I think what you're trying to say is that in a level where you don't want it to end yet, so you fear it in that sense. It but, was enlightening as fuck But you're not a, like, you're not afraid of it happening to you.
1: Like, no, and like I literally, I'm not kidding, I feel like I know what death feels like from that experience to a degree. Not like the maybe the full thing because I only entered like stage like one of it. But like I knew it was going somewhere. Like cool. <laughs>
0: Man. So you think that's what it is, bro? Do you think that like I think when you
1: kind of become a part of Like this if shit, you like, die, <laughs> like
0: if I die, am I gonna be walking naked through a tunnel talking oh. to aliens that resemble me? I don't know. I I, I don't because you're not <laughs> me. <laughs> True, dude, but yo, I wonder how many other people have had such a had a similar experience.
1: I've talked to a lot of people who have had crazy experiences. But they're, like, all they're all different? all different. They're oh. all but they all have base. Things that you can bring them all to. There's there's similarities, right? Mm-hmm. And the similarities are interesting. Like it's it's a common world for a lot of people in certain ways. Yeah, it's so different. Maybe now. that's it's because
0: like- we all experience the world the same. Mm -hmm. The geometry,
3: definitely. I know when I did it, I was sitting in front of a dresser in a closet yeah, and the dresser turned into a face and started talking to me. And then like, you were, you were awake for it. it, I was awake for the first part of it, but then Uh like the shit just melted. And then, yeah, it was basically, I didn't have anything quite as vivid where I was actually walking around, but it was like, like just, Complex geometry yeah. that was talking to me, but it wasn't words. It. You know what it. I'm saying? It's it like bright
1: things. Yeah, bright.
3: like they're sending me messages, but it wasn't. It anything. sounded like
0: Bendy took a lot. I feel
1: like it's that was, that's <laughs> you, whatever the whether whatever people or things you like, you're getting these messages from. It's you. It's like the highest version. It's the God inside of you. Like we all are connected to. Like we're all connected to. Like let's touch on, on based on that. Like literally every living thing on this planet is like in w- some way connected. And like, yet we're like out here building nuclear weapons and fighting over which religion is the most peaceful. <laughs> and it's yeah. great. It's so like. Well, you have so <laughs>
0: many people on this planet, and everybody's different. Everybody has a different motive and a different, you know, reward system. Like, this saw that today
1: that was like these aliens popped up and it was like outside of Earth, and Earth had like explosions going on, and they like laughing. The aliens like, oh, look, they're like fighting over who's. Got the best religion.
0: <laughs> and they're like, dude, we're just, like, we are the religion. <laughs>
1: we're all, like, connected.
0: Dude, um, so do you believe in aliens?
1: Uh, yeah. Like, after your... Yeah, I've, dude, I've seen UFOs. Because up. why <laughs> would
0: you see, like, were you seeing aliens, like, in the sense of, like, aliens that you've seen on TV, and that's how you had them pictured? Or this was a whole I new thing? I don't
1: picture them as, like, something. Obviously, like, there are images that come to mind. Yeah, but like the, like the typical alien exactly, images. Exactly. But I don't I don't like know,
0: green like you know like all the whole thing.
1: One time I think I did no. One time I saw a UFO and it was green and pink. The UFO color was so, the lights but, were but, but the like aliens when, color I don't know. On right. your DMT
0: <laughs> in your DMT trip maybe it wasn't. What maybe. did the aliens look like?
1: Uh fi- they're like more like fi- okay, so they're more like figures and they're kind of like they're small and they're kind of like plumpy but they're more like figures right i don't remember i don't can't remember one having like a defined like like distinct features and stuff features you're just it was like a council it was trippy like almost don't focus on that part of it (laughs) and then in the background there was like a bigger one almost like a statue of liberty size like and that was like what they were all coming from and that was a little bit more of like detailed and distinct whoa and
0: that kind of that was the end you. of my
1: that was the end of my what happened at the end of my first experience. and how
0: long but, and so how long of, does it how long of amount of time actually passes in a dmt trip That was like so 15
1: a, minutes but it felt like so much more like it, it could i mean like what like months dude like I, there just wasn't a time thing like time we have time here there's no time there so like i i, I don't know it's it's just weird. It was dog. just like an it, experience. Yeah, it didn't feel like 15 minutes, I'll say that. It wow. felt like a lot
0: more. <laughs> yeah, I've never had a DMT experience, man. It's kind of scary. You got con- it's like it's a the least scary though like oh, it's so beautiful.
1: <laughs>
0: so um
1: I get scared of mushrooms sometimes. Like really? You just like before I do them cuz I I low key like think about that first experience. And then when I get into it, I usually end up being okay. So you
0: just think like oh this could happen again. I could have Not even trip. that.
1: I just almost like get like these like re- vibes from like remembering that experience or something. I don't ever really think Cause it's going it to happen back.
0: Again, Okay. But. So have you done DMT again? Yeah, and um, were any of the trips like the first one? <laughs>
1: Dude, I honestly, I'm not kidding. We we can't get too much th- deeper into this because I'll just. I'm I'll, not so, afraid. My, I'll, I'll well, it really does like <laughs> bring back some shit, and I I'll start to be all hyphy, but. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We've lost him. <laughs> yeah, don't
1: lose me, please. But he's gonna have I a DMT have, trip. I've I had other off. trips where I've I've definitely gone somewhere. And like the last two times I've done it, it's been a to be continued experience. So I'm a little bit intrigued to do it again, to be honest, just because of that, because I feel like I haven't finished what I was. So is it
0: is is this like seasons to a TV show? Like almost like your are like your experience and it's like to be continue going to come back and like finish when, it,
1: when the time is right it just happens too like it's true what people say like it does just come to you like i don't just think oh i right i'm gonna do i'm gonna do it this month when this thing like, like no, the stars align I don't, I really and don't you think just think about it the stars just align and it's okay like, hey, now
0: Huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so it's like almost like a like a book or a movie or something or a TV show that you haven't finished. You're like excited yeah. to get back to and it. And
1: I've never had a to be continued experience type thing with it. I've done it like f- probably like five times, I think. And the last two, like, it brought me back to where I ended left off. And it's like I've got two of Whoa. the three from the from the pre- what's it called a trilogy when there's three movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only gotten like two of the three trilogies. Like, I know there's a third trilogy waiting for me, dude.
0: Still. This sounds like awfully similar to again, never ending story, where you're like going to like a dreamland where you need to finish what you started. Gosh, this is crazy, bro. You Have need you to seen
1: one strange rock.
0: Oh, that's the Will Smith. That's Will Smith, that's right. No, I don't know. I I've think been I've seen watching that.
1: that a lot recently, I've seen it a few times in the past, but it's good stuff. That shit's crazy dude what is it about um, about the earth and just it's about the earth just like how crazy it is that this that we're here like that you know, we're floating on a on a flat <laughs> so, on a flat disc so many beautiful miracles like it's endless that that create this one giant miracle like it's insane
0: I mean, because it must be tough to do a show like that without, like, you know, you have all these people that are caught up in, like, different religions, and people get, <laughs> things get so yeah, weird, it's you know. Science is fucked on that. It, yeah. yeah <laughs> good. Good, bro. I, I'm really intrigued with, you know, science and people trial, error, learning, mm-hmm. you know, because that's how I've learned anything I've ever learned in my whole life. You know, I've never learned anything in my whole life by just blind faith. Mm-hmm. It's always been trial error this must be the answer because this is not the answer yeah type of shit and that's like what science is yeah you know like you're figuring it out you start with a hypothesis yeah you know i like that trying to find the answer rather than just like no that's the answer they wrote it that's what it is that's the answer
1: creature on this planet that pays to be on it Like, we formed consciousness and started, like, battling each other in ways. Like, it, it's so weird. And, like, I wonder if humans have, like, existed in the past when, like, if, like, Earth is, like, you know, died and, like, restarted. I wonder if there were humans in the past. I wonder if it was just, like, a world full of, like, animals and, like, consciousness wasn't developed <laughs> or something.
0: Dude, that I think that's what they say, right? Like, with evolution, like, yeah. there was a time where there was no people. Yeah. Right, people then who were, built the pyramids. People weren't around when dinosaurs were around, right? No, they yeah. didn't. They did so there was but before,
1: but before that, there. coming I mean, could have been uh, the world no. prior prior exi- I don't know. I, my I feel friend, like we're like my a friend new Grayson thing. told me last night. He's like that something about how the world's died off four times and the people have been brought back forth four times. I don't know about that. The
3: Earth but is I young, dude. As I as I
0: have, can you guys? I have to piss real quick. Okay, get it, get it, get it. it. So
1: how was you <laughs> drink Tall Boys, bro? Handle that
0: biz.
3: <laughs> I'm sipping man, the same tall boy. I, I got love the iron this, bladder over here. I love here. where this podcast is going, though. This is
1: my type of conversation. So. This is great.
3: <laughs> this is great. Yeah, we're happy to have you on the, the man, first one in this format.
1: My grandma and mom are going to, like, watch this video. Oh, yeah? yeah?
3: They know about the DMT? <laughs> well, <laughs> they yeah, do now. They do now. <laughs> we all did dumb things when we were young. 20-somethings.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm cool with my parents. I'm, like thing i definitely like changed about myself a lot after that first experience for sure was like i'm an open book like right I, like i keep it this i act the same to everybody like yeah. i don't really like to hide much obviously i'll filter some things from some people like, that don't need to hear that right but like discretion I really do try to just, like, be the same person, like, everywhere as much as I can.
3: It's the best way. Like, we were talking about earlier, just being yourself. Just being honest. With you know, well, and as you get older, like, you get to be, you know, 20-something. I mean, shit, I'm in my 30s now. And it's like, bro, I don't really, like, I'm all for meeting new people. And, and, like, experiencing the world, but I don't really see myself, like, developing a whole new core group of friends. So, it's, like, the the dudes that I kick it with and the people that are in my life, like, I might as well be straight up with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's not to get it all, like, mushy or, like, relationship mm. with the homeboys or whatever, but it's, like, yo, we've known each other for years. I owe you something. Like, I'm not going to hide. You know what There's I'm no saying? There's no point. It's, life's too yeah. short for
1: that shit. Yeah, life's way too short for this. You us. know?
3: <laughs> Man, what's life too short for? Love you, bro.
0: Ooh, that was good. Reset, <laughs> refresh. You got a piss? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Iron bladder over here. Damn. Don't worry about me. I'm hanging out. Watch in. TV. So um, uh, dude, that video that you did was super dope. What video? With the little guns and the fucking alien oh, <laughs> <and> shit,
1: dude. <laughs> oh man, I'm corny, bro. Yeah, Slapping
0: but, them alien <laughs> cheeks. But the thing that I like, dude, is that you did you did all that yourself, right?
1: Uh I had some help, but me and my buddy so Isaac the boy Beavers kind of scripted the video together and came mm-hmm. up with the idea and then Joshua Jacob Creative is the person who kinda helped fund a lot of that. It just and seems like Grayson. you and your homies having fun. That's what it's about, dude.
0: That's what it seems like. It doesn't seem like you're like hiring somebody or anything. Nah, it seems like it's like, 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 like you part and your homies just
1: scheme too is like, you know, I've realized that a lot of it's not just like butterflies and roses, like, you know, a lot of people deal with a lot of bullshit and like when you like get into this <laughs> industry and stuff you know so I feel like if we like work hard and like a lot of other worlds so I'm trying to get this t-shirt business started we'll be able to keep that fun aspect on our music like I'll mm-hmm. have like not a, a job we're conforming, but a job that's still related to things that we're talented in and can connect mm-hmm. to our passion yeah and then all the money we can make from that can help you know hopefully fuel being able to just do what we want to do. at least keep
0: everything going and
1: it's not always supposed to be fun it's supposed to be challenged and you want to you know
0: it doesn't oh message
1: Uh, you're supposed to that's why we think always need to be fun are important too like then don't make them something that's easy like literally challenge Mm -hmm. yourself and do something that you do it it's like i feel accomplished
0: so how do you how like how long did it take you to kind of like mature to that level bro where you you have that because that's i feel like that's a big thing that a lot of people miss is that it's not going to be t- fun. It takes
1: a long, I'm still like working on it like a lot, but I've gotten a lot better at organizing things and like, you know, working backwards. Um, just kind of like seeing the vision and understanding what like happens to get to what and, you know, organizing and taking notes and stuff is super crucial. And like over time, I've just like figured out little tricks. Like, hey, I, I see where this could take it. And like, mm-hmm. I've gotten good at making it habits of it. So, like, I always take voice recordings. So I'll be in my car, just talking to my phone all the time. Really, It's like, you know, and then you go back and, and
0: listen, mm-hmm,
1: and it connects me to that energy more than a note even does. Whoa! Oh. And like I found little tricks that help me like kind of like keep going with that and see literally see and feel how it's like important like,
0: Dude, yeah. sometimes I think of myself in a game like I'm a creative character, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to like get my attributes up. And, like, my stats and shit. Like, I'm it. just like, oh, I want to be better at this. Like I, I have should... a hard
1: time following through with a lot of things. Like, or finishing things, though. It's, like, a problem. Like, I open up so many things.
0: I think it's a big problem like, for a lot. I think that's a similar problem that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Is is people, it's easy to start something. It's not. I think that it's a commitment issue. You have to commit and I go through
1: different modes. And I'm like, nope, that's not what it is. Oh, wait, that is what it is. No, it's not what it is. And then like, I don't know. Just like you'll
0: catch a vibe or a <laughs> moment and it'll be good then. And then once that's gone, it just like to create, I feel like I have to uh, you know get into a vibe. You know, big crit says something like, you know, if it doesn't touch my soul, you know, I can't mess with it, or something like that. Like, mm. like, like that's literally how it is. If it doesn't speak to me, and sometimes, like a beat, I'll get a beat, I'll buy a beat, and it really speaks to me. And then it's gone. I gotta show you some of my beats. I've been hearing, I've been watching your Snapchat <laughs> on, and checking out some of the stuff that you've been putting yeah. together, dude. You guys I think some?
1: I've I've leaked like two or three different ones to like Instagram or Snapchat, like parts of them. I think. Um, they're all like kind of trippy, like bass heavy, lurky. I've got a, like. Fifteen of them, fifteen to twenty of them that I've like. Whoa! Ads. How many? How
0: long did it take you to make all those beats? Twenty um, beats, fifteen. To well, 20 beats.
1: so here's what it is. So I, I, they, they have all the sounds right. So they're and to answer your first question, about a month. And last a month, I've gotten like fifteen to twenty Damn. things created, but they're all the instruments are there and the whole idea is kind of there, but I haven't like structured them as beats yet. They're kind of like just loops. Mm. their whips work in progress yeah but like i have a (laughs) whips (laughs) is that what that is yeah royalty taught me that (laughs) i don't know (laughs) (laughs) the dj yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh there's three or three or four of them that i really like and i think are pretty cool and like it definitely could be something that somebody could potentially like use or want to buy um and i'm trying to like clean them Clean them up. I'm just working on polishing the second one. I've got one completely done. But now this whole next week, I'm going to start like finishing up a lot of well, beats. Well, what would
0: be then. cool too is that you have a loop and then you show an artist the loop. And see if
1: they want me to keep... Now, if the artist... It. Now,
0: once you get the artist... If the artist is like, I fuck with that loop, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're going to write a hook or something. And then you're going to be... As soon as they write a hook and you hear just a little bit of their style on your beat, mm-hmm. that's going to unlock you being able to go in now and add the rest of the beat yeah. because now you're like, it's somewhat a custom mm-hmm. beat totally. to this person's style. I'm all about style.
1: that shit. I'm all people come over. Let's do it. Let's get all weird and intricate. And like, you know,
0: cause then, and, mm. and I mean, what kind of, I know it's very complex when it comes to making beats and stuff. I, mm. I don't even know the, like, there's so many any- different
1: ways to do it. I like I don't to know use, anything about it. I'll do a mixture of like splice sounds. Like I'll find like hi hats off splice and I won't, Splice is that the Spice. Thing? I was going to ask if you had a splice mm-hmm. account. Yeah, thing. So what I'll get like hi hats and kicks usually from splice. Cause I like them better than the ones that come on logic. And then instead of like hitting record and playing it on the keypad, like for a high, so instead of doing that, I'll just grab it off splice, like align it to the BPM and then just copy and paste. And I look at the little dash lines. I look at it like a graph and I feel like it's a lot quicker and I can go through a lot of already mixed, sounds that's the one thing about splice it is a cheat in some ways because some of the things are already mixed and there are samples on there people use too Mm that you can't take for yourself so like for the most part i try not to use like so, you're like saying like samples. other people
0: are going to have had those samples in their songs too and whatnot? Sometimes, yeah. Because it's just a community. But right? there's a
1: shit ton of like hi hats and kicks and 808s. And then you can take these sounds and adjust them and add them into your keyboard. And I could take. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's still very creative. Like you're still doing your thing and you create your hi hat patterns and whatnot.
0: You got to love and technology. Then
1: I'll take a synth from like Logic has cool synths and I have other things I like on Logic. And then I'll like. Play some piano melody, electric piano, and then I'll add all some other aspects from s- Splice. Or if I want a weird That's sound cool. like a alien shit, I'll like. So what get about display, like uh, what
0: about like sampling like off of a record?
1: Yeah, I want to start doing more of that shit too. And like, like I do do a lot of live things in my beats too. So like I have my own shaker and it's such a fire shaker, dude. It sounds great, and I'll use it for uh, like whenever I need that type of sound. Or I have a mouth harp where I'll sometimes I'll like make a. Like really weird sound, and you can edit them. So a mouth
0: harp, trippy.
1: yeah. It's okay. like this metal th- thing that you and you put it on your teeth and you flick it, and it like meow, 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 like sounds Whoa. super
0: trippy. What? <laughs> the mouth harps are dope A <laughs> uh, mouth harp. What are the the mouth kind harp. of what kind of other harps they got? They got um, dick harp. <laughs> they got a... <laughs> <laughs> It's like that's the mouth harp. Damn, that's fucking dope. It's, it top, to your teeth?
1: Top inspired my my beat making too. So I've been like heavily into it ever since we started to kind of kick in and becoming friends. So whenever he comes into town, oftentimes he'll kick it at my pad and I'll just watch and it. He and he makes
0: beats too? Mm-hmm.
1: He makes almost everything he's put out. He's at least somewhat been a part of that beat process, if not completely. Oh, that's dope. Um, and what,
0: what, like what do you what's the best thing to make beats on or what do you make beats on logic?
1: Logic? I have Ableton too because it was downloaded on the desktop I got for my friend. And what's the difference? Like what they're just way different. it just looks different. There's different ways for doing. Is things. there
0: like better is it one better than the other? Or are they just like you so know?
1: Depend, so I've heard that EDM artists like Ableton more. Just for certain reasons, I don't know why, and like it's all preference to a degree. But in certain ways, some things probably are better for certain. Hip hop, something so better for yeah. Logic's pretty easy too, just the way it looks, which is what's been like got me into it. Because I had a GarageBand first, and Logic literally looks like GarageBand, but it's just like so. It's an, an easy transition. Easy <laughs> transition. So user friendly. But Pro Tools is like when I go to a like. A studio session with, if I go to like TS or if I go to Moses or whatever, they all use Pro Tools or like Sherm, uh, Jimmy, whatever. Like Who's all of Sherm? I'm pretty Sherm. Who so does the hip hop for Jimmy now? At, at Amplify. Oh really? Uh huh. He's Moses. Upstairs, right?
3: Moses produces everything in Pro Tools. He makes beats in Fruity Loops though.
1: Hmm. He does do the Fruity Loops yeah. beats. Yeah. yeah, So FL Studios. So I heard FL Studios is something that a lot of people use for like EDM community too.
3: I know. Yeah. I know a lot of producers that are just diehard FL mm-hmm. Studios, mm-hmm. and it's like back when I was making beats, I was doing it with like the stock sounds that came with Fruity Loops, and everyone was like, yeah. "Oh, that's a Fruity Loops beat. He yeah. trash," you know. But you can actually make really right? competent they're, beats. They're
1: all like have everything you need for yeah. fire. Like.
0: Fruity Loops is still a thing. FL mm-hmm, Studio is FL the preferred stage. term. Bro, like, I thought it was yeah. an, wasn't was Scott Storch busting out them Fruity Loop beats. <laughs> Scott Storch. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, there's a name I haven't heard in a long. Dude, time. Scott
0: Storch. I follow him on Instagram, bro. He's doing all sorts of crazy. He looks shit. like he's made of cocaine. These he. Days. He looks like a fucking like a statue. That <laughs> yeah. moves. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, you right. don't
3: know Scott Storch? No. Oh, what?
0: Okay. Who, what, what kind of what kind of songs does Scott Storch make Scott that Bendy would know? Produced a lot of shit for Fifty Cent. Okay. Oh really? He did like some of air. that first stuff. Yeah, you know. So so go. G-Unit. It's your birthday. Yeah. So was that a Doctor Dre beat? I don't know. Let's day. look it up.
3: Let's look up Scott Storch. Actually, let's just, just let's do this.
0: Scott. Yeah, Scott Storch, man. man Who else, else get, is a We about? get high on
1: the H two B H. Scott Storch podcast. Yeah, I said that right. H
3: two h H two B H. The number two. <laughs> Scott Storch produced "Lean Back."
1: Mm. Lean back. I'm yeah, there. yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, Dude, okay, so they did a remix of that song for the Cougs. It was like, say go, say Cougs. And if you're bar already stated right now, put your hands up. If you could say I'm a coog something. Like Wait,
3: what? <laughs> what? It was like
0: a series. Lean w- back. Two. What song was that again?
3: Lean back. Fat Joe.
0: They, they just pull
3: up their pants and do the rock. rock hey, now, now lean back. back. Now lean
2: back. back.
1: Okay. I only ever heard the Go Cougs remix. Oh.
0: <laughs> Damn, bro, when were you born? Ninety-five, six. Oh shit! I was like just joking too. He's like later in right. life. He produced candy, Damn, candy Shop, shop for young. Fifty Cent. He
3: produced uh, oh, Candy Shop. You heard that? Yeah. I'm Here, gonna take it to the Candy Shop. Here's the crazy yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He produced Still Dre. Whoa! Really? Yeah. That's the way. That's bum bum bum. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. No. Yeah. Doctor Dre
0: didn't didn't mm, make that. Scott
3: beat? Storch made that. Dang. Beat. Wow. That's I thought that was mind Dre for blowing. Sure. <laughs> That sounds like a That's drapey. a Dre beat, yeah. right? <laughs> that is mind-blowing that that's not a Dre beat. Are we
0: all learning this th- uh, right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, what are you some some of your favorite like like old, old older school rappers? Uh, like older, so, yeah, like okay, hits. so my
1: what put me onto hip hop in general was Beastie Boys. So my stepmom gave oh, me wow. my first like CD ever and it was The License to Ill by Beastie Boys and like I never really been, like been shown music. Like I lived with my mom most of my life, and she wasn't. You know, she listened to country, and she knew I didn't even like it. And there wasn't a lot of music involved in her side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like my stepmom gave me this license to LbC Boy CD. I remember just feeling like such a fucking badass listening to it. Like, oh, I can't stand it. Like, just like their
0: style was really oh, like. Dude,
1: it was so sick. I loved it. It got me like into it. It was cool sure.
0: like, because it's like. And my dad, everybody like getting on the dubs and the dub, you know, and every everybody just like it was them all. They were a f- strong
1: ass vibe, but Damn, it was like my vibe. first intro into music too. Um, was for the first like you know somebody shows you something and you're like whoa like, oh
3: shit! Oh, I knocked the cherry off. Yeah, it's okay. Failure. Yeah, it's good. all good.
1: But then f- I got one. But then oh, from okay. that, um, my dad. Like I started to kind of hear his music and he'd listen to NWA. He had a CD that had like songs like Still and other shit on it. Mm-hmm. And like once I was of age, he would play in the car and I'd be like, yeah, what's up? Like,
0: <laughs> what, what was of
1: age? Like 12,
0: 13. 12, 13 yeah. four,
1: 14 maybe. Bro, 14 maybe. I'm telling like 13, you. 14. I couldn't
0: listen to shit when I was 12, no, bro. bro. You had a blessed blessed I think it was more like 14. Man. It
1: was probably end of middle school. He's like, all right.
0: Like, bro, there yeah, was a, yeah. a website and it was like, screen it dot com that's what it was called yeah. and my mom when i was 12 years old when i wanted to watch a movie my mom would have to type it into screenit.com and she would have to approve oh, no. the movie Dude, that's I feel
1: bad you. You had it's like fuck. i had this friend that i'd go over to his house and my mom would go do something i had to get babysat there and she only would ever let him watch like pbs like channel and stuff like so sheltered now i'd always be like shit bro like let me open your mind up. Like, this sucks, dude. And I would always like, hate going there because I loved my friend. But I'm like, man, I got to go watch PBS this morning, Mom. Get, uh, get out of here.
0: <laughs> yo, when you're a kid that's sheltered like that and you got a friend that's like, I
1: got cable, bro.
0: Come over to my house, bro. We'll like, watch spun- Rambo. Even at you're like, like,
1: what? Even like th- like at, once we weren't like super. That wasn't when I was like super young, actually. That was when I was like... You know, it was elementary school sometime, but even into middle school. That's pretty fucking young. Like, he could never watch um, any cartoons, like nothing at all.
0: Yeah, I had a friend that, uh, across the street, they were like, yeah, you can't watch Goof Troop because I don't like that kid's attitude. It's like, what?
1: I get the Spongebob one. A lot of I my parents didn't love my SpongeBob. That yeah. was a little inappropriate. Like, it but gets the inappropriate.
0: F- how but is Sometimes, it really some bro, have you so lived, much low-key shit? Bro, have you lived in the real world? The real fucking world is inappropriate. It's inappropriate. And that's where Eminem, like in his in lyrics, he would, he would t- he would talk about that. He'd be like, bro, your bus driver is like cussing at you and like probably sipping on the job and doing like bro, shit around you is mayhem you think this is bad probably other is, kids are cussing at you like shit's going crazy out shit's there. going on you got yeah. older kids that are like dude fuck you like you know and then if you're just like a pbs kid how are you going to deal with that you have no experience you know when someone wants to kick your ass now and you're oh, like oh shit they didn't it's teach me up. this on arthur even though i, I yo shout out Shout Shout out out to Arthur. i never watched Arthur. Arthur. Magic School Bus. I've seen it. I've
1: never seen. I've seen that one too, but these weren't ones that I like watched a lot. Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. Fire. That was good. good. I'm a little younger than you guys too. Silly. Bear in the Big Blue House. Yeah, Bear in the
0: Big Blue House. I don't know if I watched it. I just remember that what was this
1: one I watched? It was a... Oh, it was a turtle. There's a turtle in it. I don't remember, but
3: I know there's a turtle in it. Turtle? (laughs) There's a turtle in it, like Franklin. Franklin, Franklin. Bro. Thank you. My daughter has a, a book. for Oh Franklin. my gosh, yeah. I love Franklin. It's dude. crazy going back to nice all that guy. old shit though. We were watching. <laughs> uh, did you ever, did you ever watch Gullah Gullah Island? That shit was fire. It's kind of like a Sesame Street thing. It was on yeah. Nick back in the day. Had like a big frog. Gullah
0: Gullah Island. I don't remember yeah, that, that was like Muppet. Yeah, There yeah, was a lot of Muppet things Muppet going shit, on. Okay,
1: here's a question because I've I need somebody to tell me this, and I've been thinking about it for like two weeks. It was a TV show and they would be teams and each team had a different like animal and had a bunch of different colored t-shirts You're talking so about a legends duel. of the hidden temple is that what it is? Yeah. At the end about they'd me. have to climb up some shit yeah. and it was all crazy. There was a, there what, was, was it it called
3: animals? So so no, there's no animals, It's called Legends, Legends the of, the of the Hidden Temple. The teams all have helmets on and different shirts, and there's like the and green it, the purple geckos yes, and the, yes. the red lizards and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. right, so can we write that down for me? Yeah, you know, yeah. Legends is, of the hidden temple. Bro. I don't want to forget they that. They gotta like cross a river in the beginning and they answer some questions and they gotta go through this temple and like try to put together a bunch of shit and not get caught. Each
1: round they eliminate a couple teams. Yeah. Or something. Bro, can you
3: imagine, like, okay, so as a kid going on that game show, you got to run through this, like, fake temple and, like, collect shit. It was kind of eerie, too. Bro, they had temple guards that would get the kids, and they're, like, grown ass men in, like, loincloths.
0: It was scary. It got sketchy. Like, mostly
3: naked dudes jumping out to be, like, rah! (laughs) That's some kid trying to run through. Yeah, they would be.
0: Damn, bro. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Nickelodeon. Sounds like an Indiana Indiana Jones movie. (laughs) Bro.
1: Speaking of Indiana Jones, we gotta do our we shit. We were dude, uh, I
0: actually still on the whiteboard, people will look at it and be like, it's What still is that? There. Yeah, it's still all there. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, we had a real we were writing something, we had a real vibe to some Indiana Jones shit. What else that we like Double Dare? Double guts. dare. Guts. You ever guts. watch guts? guts? That's another one I was thinking. When of, kids would yeah. get slimed. Yeah. Slimed. No I mean, one gets slimed
3: it. anymore. Man. Oh man.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they don't do this, or maybe they do. You know, they actually brought back all that because all that was my shit when I was like twelve years old because that was like uh, twelve-year-old uh, Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. Yeah. yeah, so you King. had like kid. Yeah, exactly, Keenan yeah. from uh, yeah. from Saturday yeah. Night Live, dude. He was doing all. They were doing all these funny skits. I just thought it was so cool, man, and like all that. I and mean, they still got it, bro. Good Burger. Like the and, next era was like. Jumped into like Jimmy Neutron and oh that's Jimmy that's Neutron stuff. was dope, <laughs> yeah. dude. We were, we had like what Dexter's Laboratory, Dexter's Dexter, too, Lab, Dexter, Powerpuff. Dexter. Dude, I actually, Powerpuff, I actually yeah. liked Powerpuff Girls. I, I fucked with See, that. but the I thing, thing is, this is how it is with Most each yo, generation. Yo, yo, yo. Like when you're in your generation, you always <laughs> fucked with the shit from the last generation. So, like you're you can tap into some of the shit we fucked with. Cat, no. You know, you are born Red in you were born in '96. I was born in '86. 96. Damn, I'm not 34. Shit. When are you born? <laughs> 96. Yeah, I was, yeah, what I what was he's saying born, you're born okay. 96. He's born in 86. Oh,
1: I thought he said I thought he was asking or 86. Something like No,
0: that. I I was born in 86, <laughs> right? So um like I fucked with like shit that was like way older than me because that's what my parents would give me right so they'd yeah. give me scooby-doo yeah scooby-doo like the yeah, original scooby-doo yeah. and they would give me like you know just those old cartoons that were like just drawn i love it was shit 1969 bro. right all that all those disney like, movies yeah, like beauty and the beast yeah, and like all um, that stuff i grew up on all uh, that and what's
1: those, it fantasia oh dude fantasia that's a trip stuff. That's just that one's. T- t- I always t- said t- I would take
0: mushrooms and watch that on like a projector.
1: Ooh, scary, fire. Fun, bro. some of the scenes would get a little. Ooh,
0: yeah, because nice. it gets kind of evil, yeah, huh? It's like monsters, and shit. There, <laughs> shit. there is monsters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fancy! <laughs> but it's all symphony, right?
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, that's so <laughs> dope, bro. <It's> sick.
0: <sighs> oh shit! What you got coming up, man? What you got going on?
1: Uh, I'm opening for Greaves in the hold up, March 13th at the pin. Ooh,
0: opening for Greaves. Have you seen yeah. you seen Greaves live? No.
1: Whoa. I heard he's a pretty good it's a great, great show performer. yeah um, mm-hmm. and I'm excited because a lot of people will probably be there so be good I'm trying to perform less <clears throat> so I'm kind of like building my shows up a little better mm-hmm. and I got some maybe even all new content for this next one um, so I'm excited for that and then I'll probably do like one other show this year at some point I just don't know which one I've already got kind of asked to do pig out again, but I don't know. I might try to give that to another friend and be a part of their opportunity. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. He's a nice fucking guy. Jesus, I might just give that to my friend. You know, help him out with that, and then just you know maybe do you know maybe fucking go give all my clothes to homeless children and you know God, you're just a nice guy, man. I love it. I'm not always nice. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah. So I want to really just like nail two or three shows this year and have them be good, like really good.
0: So you want to put your resources, yeah. and take your time, not yeah. do too many, mm-hmm. and just make sure that the ones you do are so packful and touch
1: up a lot of my skills, like making beats, mixing my own stuff. And sometimes. if you're doing
0: it's them at Lucky you man can't say enough but good things I about that place. But I want a lot of
1: my shows to be all ages, too, which is what I can't do. Hey, out is,
0: is downstairs at Lucky You all ages? Nothing. Hmm. Damn. So
1: that's the one downside.
0: <laughs> so what, what yeah. venues are all ages?
1: The Pen, the Big Dipper,
0: the Knitting Factory, the Roxy. The, oh, the Roxy's a good the one. The Bartlett was sometimes. The Bartlett was great. We miss the Bartlett. Um R.I.P. R.I.P. the Bartlett. The
3: Bartlett was always all ages as far as I knew. Always, yeah, yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, so uh, I like the Roxy. That's a new one. Yeah, <sighs> I like it. I like it for what its potential could be. Bro, it's basically... sound a is f- terrible. It's basically a fun house.
1: The sound is bad. You, If you don't have a full room of people, oh. it just... It's tough. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Which we performed know, like, in the
3: virtual golf in the in the arcade there. So That might have been not so bad. Are
1: you, you like talking about upstairs? There, you know, yeah, dude. Upstairs. It's like it's
0: really Bro, hard I mean, to have. I good sound. I saw Django and I saw Indian and go there. Hey, like I said great. earlier,
1: you gotta make sure you have a good sound guy. But and we had Nate for the one show we did there, and he did a decent job for what was. I think he did a good job actually for what was given, to, what him. Was given to him. But like Nate's great. When I saw, um, when I saw the Dopes the local show though, mm-hmm. like I'm not trying to throw shade to no one, but I like, oh my things.
0: gosh, what? I heard what it was, was trash. Anybody saying, what bro, what happened <laughs> to uh, what happened to the show? Did, who won the show? Uh, the it? Wanderers, I think. Oh yeah, the Wanderers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, shout out to the Wanderers. Those guys are cool, man. Yeah, fuck I man. fuck with them for sure. They're cool. Yeah, dude. Um. I also so, fuck
1: with Chuck Vibes, dude. You guys know Chuck
0: Vibes? He's Chuck a, like, Vibes, no, who's that?
1: He's, I think, was, I think he was originally from Moses Lake, and then he's moved here to the Valley in the past year or two. Um, huh. he makes some pretty cool music, some bangers. It's like on some alien. He's just, a he's a rapper. We like, like, say yeah.
0: alien, bro. I know that's your thing, right? You, yeah. you tell people like, "What's up, my aliens?" <laughs> yeah, like, that's your thing, right? Yeah. So that's, your fan base is like, My if, alien. Or aliens sometimes humans this depends okay but but <laughs> i mean like basically when you're about to fucking prepare for an abduction or a show yeah it's like what's up my aliens we're coming through yeah we are about to fucking get trippy yeah
1: i, d- I don't uh, know i, like I just it. i hope it like when i say that people they think about it like hmm what is he trying to like get at and like what i'm trying to get at is like be different like be yourself find your art it's not like you think they not to be like a total weird I buy, being a weird, like you're actually like pretty normal. It's better off like don't <laughs>
0: try to be something, just be something. So I hope people you know?
1: kind of like get that vibe from when I say things like that. What's up or why I call people my aliens. It's like what's up, y'all? Like be different. That's okay. cool. Be different. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think there's just like a like a lot of people have like they want to be a certain way. But then they you know, they're like, oh, but people are but how how are people gonna see me Live in a world you know, of comparison? A world of comparison. Like being bro. yourself can be
1: embarrassing and that sucks. But it also it has a bar, but, by the way. But
0: <laughs> but how those embarrassing <laughs> moments define you is like the most unique thing that can happen. If you embar- dude, I was sitting in a That's light facts. I was sitting in a light, right? And I was just like chilling, right? Window down. You were doing what? I was just chilling at a light, right? Okay. Yeah. And uh, the cars were turning to like drive past me, right? Mm -hmm. And this motherfucker, I was like in the road and this dude hit a pothole and literally just blasted me Uh, in the face with water, dude. Just, I had the window down. Like if the window was up, it would have (laughs) just, and I would have been like, oh, dodged a bullet. Damn. Bro. Straight in the face, everybody that was sitting there waiting for that red light mm. saw me get blasted <laughs> by this by oh, this no. car driving by, and this was embarrassing. But also, it. now I have a special place in people's heart when they're like, you know, what? they went, they tell this story. I saw a guy get <laughs> <pulled> fucking <laughs> blasted today in the face with a I puddle. I I
1: think about like when. Like crazy things happen to me and a stranger sees it. Like, I bet they're gonna go tell their family about me like tonight. Or it was embarrassing,
0: <laughs> but I'm also gonna be honest with you. We live in a fucking mundane life sometimes. When you get older, life just gets you go to work, you get up, you do your thing. Like it just can it can get very repetitive. It can be that like that all throughout high school, all that kind of shit. When you're doing the same things over and over again. And when something fucking wakes you up and reminds you that you're alive, like you get blasted by a puddle mm. at a red light it's embarrassing because i'm like oh shit what but else, what it's else more refreshing <laughs> it's more refreshing bro like i got to go back into my work and be like yo dude i'm glad this you, just I'm glad you see it that way
1: but like a lot of people will be fucking pissed in the moment off. you were always like <laughs> oh shit <laughs>
0: you know but yeah. I,
1: I feel like i would be mad for a second and be like oh, f- all right like and kind of see how you like everything. You experiences
0: do. happen and it's it's some type of excitement in your life. I did that to somebody the other day in my car. I, I didn't,
1: I didn't on purpose. So this guy was shoveling in his fenced like yard and he lived, his house is off of a main road. And I didn't see him just because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and there's a huge puddle, <laughs> like fat puddle on the right side of the road and just rainbow, like fucking 20 feet, just <sighs> on top of me. Like it was probably heavy. And I, I, I just kept driving. I was like, no.
0: He tidal waved him, bro.
1: I, I, I saw it as I like was driving like, through oh. the puddle, and I was like, oh,
3: no. It and just- I mean... He- rained over him like, like even time. bendy
0: can be a dick sometimes that's a
3: hit and run bro
0: so I we, hit and run hard. he's like what am i gonna do like pull over and go pat him down with my like take my shirt off and pat him down with it like, i was what like am I, I, gonna thought do? I almost like,
1: Fuck, do I go, like, like what say do i sorry
0: do? like give him like 10 bucks and just walk away <laughs> just hey sorry man joint, Here, maybe. yeah they <laughs> yeah, just give you a joint <laughs> i don't smoke prick he just wants to fight you. No.
3: And it was
1: just—it was an older guy, and I love old people. Like, like
0: older, <laughs> you mean like older? How? Like seventy? I mean, like
1: 16, 50s, 60s, Fifties? Sixties? Damn. Yeah, I
3: feel bad. You assaulted an old man. The Younger generation doesn't give a fuck. Out there shoveling
1: heavy ass snow already because it was like a day it snowed before and it was really wet the next day and heavy. He's
0: out there working his old
1: bones on his
3: back and <laughs> heavy <laughs> oh, ass
0: This fire. dude, yeah. if he heard you right now, he'd probably be like, I'm fucking not old. What? what are you talking about? I'm hey. 43, bro. I got a UFC <laughs> fight on the 23rd. Goddamn. Bro, shout yeah. out to all the old athletes. Shout out yeah. to Marshawn Lynch coming back, playing Seahawk football. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to, you know, shout out to all the old dudes out there fucking I'd, shoveling uh, snow, man.
1: Drew Brees, he's pretty old. <laughs> I don't know. Drew Brees? Drew Brees is like my favorite athlete. He's pretty so. old. He's a savage, dude. <laughs> Drew, Drew Brees is a savage. I like Drew Brees. I like Dwayne Wade. That's another one of my favorite Dwayne athletes. Johnson.
0: Oh, I like Dwayne Johnson. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> yeah. That was huge when I was a kid. You know, the people's eyebrow, you would try to hit this fucking, <laughs> do you smell? La, 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 la. He would do this like, la, 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 <laughs> what the rock?
1: Dude, that. Okay, I got something we could talk about. There's been some insane fucking skateboarding tricks come like this last year. Skateboarding is getting crazy. There's new tricks? Or just people are going off on the skating. People are
0: creating new tricks? Or,
1: I mean, just doing them differently. I'm just saying this whole last year of skating, I saw like the Skate Tricks of the Year video. Mm -hmm. Like, it's getting more and more intense. Like, it's such a diverse, crazy sport now. I love it. I see you post skate videos all the time.
0: i love skateboarding dude i'm to a point now where I, I just don't even know like a lot of times i can kind of be like hey that was a you know a backside flip like this was a but a lot of times i'm like i don't know what the fuck that was that was just crazy bro like the one up the one i found where the dude was just manually forever forever that's I what would, i
1: would do when i played underground for uh, seeing somebody four do see that i'm can... like
0: i love seeing people do shit that's like impossible like do like how you know, when somebody does it and you're just like, that's crazy. I love that shit. And skateboarding is really fucking hard and people make it look really easy. Like people like Nigel Houston and shit. When I watch videos
1: shit. of it still like to this day, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I think
0: like Nigel Houston, right? He's like the, he's probably the he's, best he's, skateboarder alive. Yeah, he's probably one of
1: alive.
0: The, the best but it's kind of a kind of a chad but it's. But, cool. but, and you can be <laughs> but i mean like that's kind of how like winners are like a lot of times they're kind of dicks yeah. they're very competitive they're fact- rodney
1: mullen's my favorite
0: yo rodney mullen was it's crazy like OG he was didn't even OG. want to be in the spotlight met, or nothing i met
1: him last year and day one song last year Mm-hmm. i went to a zoomies party so i made like the top list at the end of the year for sales one like top some four hundred in the company or something. Damn! So you got to go down to this big party, and they give you a shit ton of free cl- clothes, and they're, all the owners of the companies are there. It's a room full of like honestly just famous people, and wow. stuff. So like I can tell you a couple cool stories from that night, but uh, like. Meeting at Rodney one, Mullen. At one point, I walked outside to get a break. I just watched Ghostmane perform, waiting for Playboy Cardi to come on next. And they didn't tell us who was going to perform. We just see them come on, like, oh shit, Ghostmane's here. Oh shit, Playboy Cardi's here. <laughs> and I walked outside in between that set. And my manager is out there and he gave me the hint. He's like, Hey, that's Rodney Mullen over there. And I, cause the whole place is loaded with all sorts of people like that and mm-hmm. pro skaters. And I walked over to him and it's him and day one song, like chilling there and just them two talking. And I was like, nobody else within like 25, 30 feet. And I walked up and was like, what's
3: up? Like I
1: just like said some cheesy ass shit about him being my favorite skater. Cause he is. And like, I've tried to take Rodney's style in a lot of ways. Um, but, uh, he just smiled at me like super nice and shook my hand. He did one of these handshakes where he'll shake your hand. And he's like, It's really nice to meet you. And, oh, I just, like, wow. and, he's, and he's old now like too. Like a nun. It's like, super nice. And I was like, What? Like a the priest fuck? or something. And then Daewon Song is super nice too. And I was dude, like, Dude, Daewon
0: Song's Instagram is fucking crazy. That yeah. dude still skates. Uh huh. Does does Rodney Mullen still skate? These guys are fucking still skating. Why would they stop? Because, uh, bro, your fucking ankles are going (laughs) to break. Your fucking kneecaps are going to explode. You're going to fucking... Tony Hawk's doing
1: McTwists, bro, on the fucking... His big air pipe, whatever.
0: It's like he's got one in his backyard that he just hits. Yeah. He's helping his kids learn. Damn.
1: But at that party, too, like we saw like all sorts of crazy shit and all these owners of this companies are here and like you do all these different games getting free stuff and like at one point I was just bored and there's free alcohol of course too and, like each corner of the this
0: big building so you're just like hanging out there's just people <clears throat> everywhere like dude yeah. this has got to be a crazy experience And, and had a half to... pipe set up too. you so were there by the, yourself
1: with with other there's three or four other people three other people from my store two of the people from my store and then some other people from our district who also made the hundred K list. Oh, okay. So I had other people there that were from my district to hang out with and stuff. Okay. And you got to snowboard all day at one of the best fucking mountains in the country too for for park. The Keystone, Colorado, have a crazy park mountain. Wow. And there's pro snow the pro snowboard teams are there too. And there's they're giving out free snow stuff, letting you trial or um, demo stuff too. So I spent my my whole day like snowboarding. And this is with last a of people. year. Uh huh. And at one point, dude, at the night, at the the party, I walk over, and so, like, when you walk in this room, there's all these different, like, little vendor stations for the different owners of the companies with their little games you can play to win stuff, and then at the far side, they had the concert, I mean, like, all the area for people, where all these big, really big artists were playing, and then on the left side, the left third of the building, it was a half pipe, little mini skate park set up, and, uh, they sh- every like hour or so, like a new pro team would come on. So Baker's pro team would just be like skating through, and then next hour, like um, Deathwish and like the Lizard King team would be like going through, and they would just rotate through like pro skate. And you're teams. just
0: chilling, watching this, like front. Uh, and row. these are all
1: skaters I know because I watch skate videos all the time. And I was just like, oh, "This is crazy." I'm, at one point, I was I was doing a Playboy Cardi concert, I think, and I went over on the side and I sat down, and sure as hell, Jasper's right next to me from Odd Future. Just like we're playing on his Nintendo Switch, watching like the Pro Baker team, listening to Playboy Cardio, drinking free all And you're like, what? I got a picture with Mike G a couple minutes after that. Pixar <laughs> didn't happen, right? I, I have it right here. To see it? <laughs> <laughs> He's got
0: the receipts, I got it Because I, I just got
1: the Facebook memory. It's like, this happened one year ago.
0: Like, That's man. fucking awesome, man. That's so cool. That was, we're, cool that was in Colorado?
1: Yeah. The downside oh. to that, though, is a lot of the Zoomies employees there are so fucking annoying. What's up, bro? These are my stats this year. Check it. It's like a dick holding competition. Nobody gives a, a fuck about your zoomie stats, bro. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm here for the cool fucking experiences. You, hey, you win. You know, yeah, some
1: people were cool though. I did meet a lot of really cool people. You got to let and those fuckers, fuckers like,
0: win, bro. The fuckers. We were just like clowning them
1: on them. Like my boss. Like we're like, oh dude, I don't even work at zoomies. I just got. I just got told I could come to the party, bro. Like we, when people were like acting all like weird and some you shit. You would just put them in a like. We a, would just be like, "Oh, dude, like, you guys ready for zoomies?" Like, <laughs> not yeah, know c- how to respond and be like, "What? Like, oh, what's know. a UPT units per transaction?"
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, I like that little psychology <laughs> game yeah, going dude. on with them, bro. To. That's how I. That's, that's how fun. I stay
1: sane with crazy customers at work. I just fuck with them. You gotta have fun. I make them like. <laughs> I try to do something so before they go to bed at night, they're like.
0: Fuck that kid in. Damn, bro, that's deep. <laughs> Something like before they go he, to bed at but night. But he's
1: right. But he's right. No, that is kind of a little too deep. Like you're trying to
0: Shows haunt how, people. Not really. Not really. You're trying to. <laughs> he's trying to haunt people. just
3: Leave an impression. Like,
1: man, maybe I should not be such an asshole. Fuck. He's oh, right people. <laughs> hey, listen.
0: This is a message from Bendy and me directly. Don't be an asshole. Don't be okay? an asshole. <laughs> Unless people are being assholes to you. You know, sometimes life sucks, and you just got to be, like, not an asshole, but you got to be assertive. You got to know these lines, too. It's not, sometimes people take something as an asshole when you're just, listen, man, I know that I'm telling you something that you don't want to hear, and this is just how life is, and this is just what's happening, but don't kill the messenger. I'm just telling you the facts so that way you can be aware of it. Right. I'm not an asshole. Right. And those people need to exist. Your friends need to Bro, so be many, like, listen, so man. So
1: many times though in my life, like I've had, I've been told that I'm like, my niceness or whatever is like, Made people think I have some crazy plot, or they think that I'm low key, like actually like scheming something weird. And like, oh,
0: stay scheming, bro. That's I the name like, of your shit, bro. They definitely think you're scheming. I
1: was like, what the fuck? That's happened to me like a few times in the past couple years. They checkmate you with that. You'd be Whereas, like, they'd be like, like you're scheming. You'd be like, no, I don't. people say I smile too much. I'm, I shouldn't be smiling sometimes. That's I don't know. weird. I'm just like, that's my, I'm have a rest. I like honestly, I deal with a lot of shit mentally. Like I'm not always happy, but like when I am. Going somewhere when I'm around people. You're wearing I, that. I'm usually pretty good at like having fun. Like you know, well, bro, I, I let my weight hit me when I'm by myself. Dude, I'll
0: I'll smile that shit I'm into existence, to, bro. Like, yeah, we'll just smile. You know, because like what are you so fucking happy for, Dan? Isn't it crazy that like even when you're having a bad day, one tiny little thing can just boom? Just like one little interaction with somebody can just be like, damn. All right. And life is all just a Like whatever your perception, whatever your perspective is, wherever you're sitting and you're seeing, that's just like what life is to you. But life is really just this really big thing that it's going to be you're sitting on this side of the stadium and this is what you see. That's that's life to you. Mm -hmm. But some other guys sitting over here, you know, Mm -hmm. front row looking at it different. Mm -hmm. Some dudes, some dudes trying to get into the stadium. He's just looking at the fucking side of the building. He's just like, dude, you know, this is life to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and fucking everybody's in this different place. And then everybody's so harsh to be like, dude, get your fucking life together Mm -hmm. when it's like, you know, it's not even all just a physical game, bro. It's This thing up here is so complex. Mm -hmm. Like we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, you got to train your mind too. Like there's no shortcuts
1: to that shit. And
0: I think the thing that you said, man, where you were like, you you know you're gonna have there's gonna like that this is not all fun and that there's gonna be a mm-hmm. lot of things that you're like I need these adversities, I need these you know hills to climb mm-hmm. to appreciate these other things, yeah, it's boring if you don't do that too though also so remember when you like, you'd like part of
1: things it's like remember
0: when you smoke weed like, all day. You just be high, like shit. I'm still kind of like that. Still like that. <laughs> so I'm trying to like
1: tone it down a little bit. I feel like I could even be a little bit more productive with myself. Just sometimes.
0: because, like, when you don't smoke and then you get to, it's like a, such a rewarding feeling. To I it. always,
1: if I do smoke early, I always make sure I like meditate and stretch though. Like and I've really been trying to do that every day. I feel like that's the key to so you starting your day right. To me, is when you wake up, go drink water right away, mm. Medit- meditate and mm. stretch. Dude, like, don't we... wait. You wake up, don't fuck around. Like, get up. If can you're, we if you're repeat gonna be awa- the
0: second, the first thing you said? If
1: you're gonna be awake, once you wake up, go drink water first. Go drink water, it's man. Like the w- water.
0: Before you get your coffee, you don't have to
1: go through a crazy stretch routine, but like stretch, like too. You know, that's like kinda, that gets the water flowing through your muscles appropriately and get your mind right. You don't have to get all binaural for 10 hours but like even just like a little bit of time like if you do those things it's like have you
0: uh have you what about like a good scream scream like have you ever just fucking been like ah, and you just fucking in the morning let out like a war cry
1: oh, man i should try that you should <laughs> i have before I've, I've let out a war cry bro but I, not in the morning time Um, not in nice. the morning time no.
0: <laughs> i don't know man like in the morning time i'm not feeling it but
1: Definitely. I've like, actually haven't really let out war cries that much, dog. Sometimes, like in my music, I'll be experimental and get intense. And bro, shit. I will fucking
0: like, like be around the house when nobody's here, and I will just fucking like just like I'm feeling the power right now as I fucking. Like we should can, do it right bro. now.
1: <laughs>
3: war cry warning! Turn your headphones down. <laughs> you want to do it?
1: in the amps no, it feels really no, good probably, actually
0: hit the war cry I, I, i'm actually feeling really chill right now though.
1: that's that's where i'm at too i almost like will take my stony away <laughs> but maybe at you, the maybe at the end no we'll, we'll
0: we'll, when you when you war cry though like when you're feeling like an abundance of energy and you just fuck it and and you really let it go Dude, bro it's such a liberating it's facts, feeling it's
1: facts. there's this artist i Absolutely love and they're it's a band. They're called Cosmic Serenity. and Trill Above is the name of the the main artist, it's like s- singer and rapper, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're from Hawaii and now live in Portland, I think. But they go to Barter Fair every year, like the main one, and they do a couple other big shows. And they are like honestly maybe the, the my favorite live performance I've ever seen, just because of how like like um, uh, vibey they get. What it's like reggae? And you said? it's like reggae hip hop stuff and they had this this session of every concert they do and he has a song called war cry and at the end of the song they let people from the crowd come up on stage and give the War Cry. Whether they want to scream just yell something and they keep the beat playing and then some people just come freestyle and like a lot of times it's people who aren't that like good that flowing and shit but they just got something to say and it's like Super cool hmm. and they're like trying to sh- sh- say what we, you know, like how trying to put people on to, too
0: and like get people like. The
1: war cry is important, bro. You got sometimes it's what you, you got to get some do. shit off your chest. You just fucking do it,
0: yeah. I yeah, I'm a I'm a big big fan of the war but, cry, bro. AJ the wordsmith
1: was with me at Word right affair and I wanted to go up there and do it, and something just took I, I didn't do it. Next year I'm gonna do it, but barter fair. AJ man. went up and did it. And he was so sick. I got goosebumps when he did it. It was like, oh my bro, and just like the shit he said was tight. Like the vibe was perfect. Yo, know,
0: everybody, uh, everybody talks about fucking. This guy is to go, uh, bro. He is a big fan. Do I'm you a,
1: know Cosmic Serenity? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, them. they're super dope. They're like I've on seen that Cry shit too. Yeah, oh cool. really?
3: Yeah, super cool. I'm didn't you go up there one year and do? Uh huh. I, I, well, no, I in do, the Sasquatch. I didn't go up in Warcry. I went yeah. up on Brother Nature's set. Though, word, word, a couple word. years back. Oh, yeah. was
0: that a Maybe. couple years already?
3: Yeah. Well, so we didn't end up the going the Sasquatch last year, but the very yeah. the year oh, before. Did. Yeah, we didn't go 2019. Just and you go so like every year? Yeah, we go every year. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. But you went to Disneyland. I did. I've been
3: yeah. I've been
1: there like five or six years in a row now. Every year. To the barter fairs. Nice. I
3: I used to go. I started going on at sixteen. I've only missed like three years total since sixteen. Nice. But yeah, we had just got back from like a big family vacation, and like I had no money in the bank. I'm like, yeah, ah, you know. It. So Bill. we just skipped it. But it's fun. It's it's definitely a vibe. Yeah, I love it.
0: All right. Well, let's wrap this shit up. I gotta take a piss again. Bladder's weak. Well, this <laughs> is hey, the third
3: piss in one episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody
0: go check out uh, stay scheming dot com. see We're, what's good on there. People can find you on Instagram. Right? Yeah. Bendy. Underscore Bendy. Yeah. Bendy.
1: Go check me out the pin March thirteenth. How how Open do you, you spell your shit on Instagram? Is it just Bendy? Three underscores. Bendy three underscores. Ah. Ah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start putting out some more of like kind of like what you guys been doing like just little free verse videos and just yeah. more like my like beats and like content on my Instagram. More content, bro. Yeah.
0: Do more yeah. content. Yeah. will be there. Just keep it authentic. will yeah. be there. Now. Um you got a show on with Greaves. March 13th at the Pen. March 13th? You got some shows that you're going to be throwing coming up. Yeah. More info to be soon. Announced. Yeah.
1: Lucky use the venue. April 15th to the 22nd, of the two dates we're going through. It's going to be a Wednesday night basement show cuz they don't do the the basement on the weekends, but we're gonna experiment with something, see how it goes. But.
0: Uh, all right. Well, One You know what? Actually, <laughs> before we before we get out of here, okay, yeah. we got camera life. We're good. Okay. We're gonna go strains, back <laughs> okay. and forth. Okay, right. we're gonna go. We're gonna go back and forth. And we're just going to... He
1: works at the fucking weed. I work play. at
0: the weed, so there's a lot. Okay, I'm going to try to just use like generic strains. I'm not going to try to like get too crazy. Yeah, I will if I have to. know the weird ones. I don't
3: want to hear your bullshit. Just let's, let's do let's it. Go. Let's go. Okay, do, all right. let's
0: go back and forth. So, um, I'll you want score. me to start? You, you can wanna... start.
1: You can start. Okay, you can keep Yeah, this, that's only fair. <sighs> Good. Tally mark how many we get. Three,
0: think. two, one, go. Durban poison. Monkey glue. <laughs> Granddaddy purple. Gorilla glue, purple Kush, Sinex, <laughs> purple haze, lemon haze, ooh, lemon skunk, Afghan Kush, oh, that's a good one, Afgoo.
1: Bubba Gump,
0: ooh, Bubba Kush, um, uh, Jack Hair, sour diesel,
1: sour
3: purple diesel.
0: Ooh! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, let's go Uh, Urculon. Royal Kush. Romulan.
1: Tropicana. Cookies. Tropicana cookies. I I love
0: Tropicana cookies. Tangy. Uh, Mimosa. Ooh, that's a good one. Clementine. (laughs) um.
1: uh. Sour Skunk. OG Kush did I say that one or did you say that one? You said purple Kush. You said purple kush.
0: Um master Kush. Oh with the is. Oh. All right. Purple OG. Um
3: you said that one already? Mm-mm. Didn't you? Oh it's Kush. <laughs> Don't try to buy time. Fine. Five, four,
1: three, two. I'm I'm gonna give more done. time. All right, <laughs> if
3: you wanna give me more time, I could come up with another one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My brain's, my brain's spazzing now. You got any
3: more? No. Rapid, oh, I got so many. Rapid many more. fire them off.
0: I got so many more. Jimmy's <laughs> me Menies. glue Jeff number Jeffings. two. glue number
3: three. <laughs> glue number four. <laughs> that's cheap,
0: Does boy. one, two, and three even. I've never even <laughs> had any of those. All I've had is number four. Um, I would say grapefruit. I would say Chef Jeffins. I would say Candyland cookies. Cherry soda. Ooh, black cherry soda. Black cherry soda. Ooh, that's a really good one. I would say um, Jack the Ripper. Cookies and cream. Oh, grand hindu hindu kush uh vanilla kush oh there's a lot of very good kushes out there orange peel by western yeah. culture fire yeah, 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 yeah i like mimosa i like the mimosa drop that yeah. you did that was a good one the mimosa job was good all right guys Dutch treat Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> blue dream
1: what oh the fuck how did we miss that everybody
0: knows blue Dream. now you're just making shit up now, <laughs> now you're just putting two words together.
1: Uh, Star, Lemon, Dream, um, Obey, Propaganda, um, 1989. <laughs> K- <anything>. Candy Rain.
3: <laughs> the Force.
1: There used to be a strange, it's called What the, the Fuck? The Force. <laughs> that is a string. I feel like, yeah. I've Blue been...
3: Dot Dog. I'm reading the stickers on the table. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All
0: right. So, stayscheming.com. You got a show with Greaves on May yep. or March. March. Eight. March. Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's get let's get this right.
2: <laughs>
0: March thirteenth. Yes, Bendy. Up. Thank you, bro. Yes, much love. For you bro. Oogity, oh, what, oh, <laughs> All right, y'all. We out of here.
1: H2BH. East. Happy to be here.
0: East. happy to be here and when you get older life just gets you go to work you get up you do your thing like when you're doing the same things over and over again and when something fucking wakes you up and reminds you that you're alive like you get blasted by a puddle at a red light i feel like it's that was, that's you or whatever the
1: whether whatever people or things you're like you're getting these messages from it's you it's like the highest version it's the god inside of you
0: it was just an experience right yeah. bendy don't be an I asshole
2: be an okay asshole.